0: Vastly more Americans have had sex than have ever murdered someone. Yeah, I also, think it's a pretty honestly, big discrepancy. Yeah, I would say there's a huge difference. Killed a couple of people. It wasn't important. It's not important. That's not, not important to the story. The story it's killed three like people. I killed <laughs> two or three people. It was the 60s. It was a different time.
1: But
2: also, you
0: know, that, People that, on this podcast was have no idea. I was in
3: the Manson family for a minute. <laughs> people I on this podcast remember. have no idea how old I am. No, I
2: think we've had enough clues that. Eagle-eared. Eagle-eared. Uh, yeah. Listeners. Eagles known for their hearing. Yeah. Wait. What would it be? Bat. Bat-eared. Bat-eared. Yeah. Bat-eared listeners can probably deduce. Um, definitely my age and probably your age. Yeah.
0: I've mentioned a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, it Depends on how much we've cut.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm cutting out all references to my age.
2: Yeah. Well. We'll
0: see. I'm 70. I look great. Hate
1: Watch, Great Watch, I hate them all, but I just can't stop. Hate Watch,
2: Great Watch, Hate Watch, Great Watch, Hate Watch, Great Watch, I love them all, but I just can't stop.
0: I love it, I hate it, I love it, I hate it, I love it. I hate it, please don't overrate it, I love it, I hate it. Welcome hate once again to hate, hate Watch, Great Watch. Hello, excellent humans. I am Hunter Bush. I'm Allison Yucoulas. And our guest today is uh
2: frank casella welcome our, frank
0: our good friend frank so frank you chose natural born killers
2: 1994
0: 1994 what about this uh, made you choose this film i'm
3: pretty fascinated by the way media connects with people and how it influences them and i think this film really captures that yeah. i also think it's one of the best films of the 90s visually it's outstanding the cinematography is perfect
0: Yeah, it's gorgeous. I forgot about a lot of... I haven't seen this in, I would say, at least 10 years, but probably closer to 15. And I remembered, like, broad strokes, but I forgot. I mean, there's so much visually... There's just so much eye candy to distract you and stuff. And it gets more bizarre as it goes along. Like, I forgot about whole chunks of this.
2: I found it very manic and disorienting. Which, given your subject matter, it's very well shot. I don't think they have a straight-on angle at any point. It's just all these tilting, you know... And Sign a lot shot. of
0: uh, handheld camera work and stuff mm-hmm. there. It's always moving and, and yeah, it's very disorienting. A lot and lot very... things
2: cut in either intercut or in the backgrounds of shots.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things that I always remember is Mickey yep. and Mallory in the motel mm-hmm. and uh, Mickey changing the channel mm-hmm. and it's like out the window, uh, you know, changing like uh, behind mm-hmm. him in the background. I love that shot. I think that's so great. Yeah, it
3: kind of takes place in its own world, like when they're driving, you see all these like other people just like in the background running around, yeah, and there's yeah. all these weird lighting angles and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, the lighting was really crazy, it was like, at some points, it reminded me almost of like, you know, Argento-like lighting, like these, you know, big reds and blues yeah. and things, and then sometimes it was just like bright white, like fluorescent light yeah. that would turn on, turn off, fade up, fade out. But. A lot of
2: black and white shots yeah. as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, different like film stocks and things in yeah. it too. And uh, it's awesome.
2: Some animation.
0: Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure it looked like Bill Plimpton animation. Who... You'd know
2: better than me. (laughs) He did,
0: uh, what was it, uh, MTV, like liquid television stuff. Oh yeah, definitely had that
3: feel to it. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and I'm pretty sure that's where I know him from, and um, it looked like his his animation in some brief sequences.
2: It also makes it pre 90s.
0: Yeah, like, I don't know, recently we've watched a couple 90s movies, but this is like one of the most 90s feeling movies. It was like, topically, it's the most 90s movie I think we've covered, because that was a big talking point was, you know, how media affects, especially children, but like everybody, and oversaturation of the media and like the culture of fear that would become like a major dialogue post uh, 9/11 in 2001 uh, and selling fear to people like there's a little bit of that in there with um Wayne Gale Wayne Wayne Gale This like <laughs> That's his best role I think Danny it's so is so good I totally forgot it was him Yeah I saw his name come up in the credits in the beginning I was like oh shit that's him I was yeah. like I forgot that was him yeah I, mean, I just remembered the bizarre The bizarre accent.
2: He looks kind of young in this. The Australian accent seemed like a weird choice. I was wondering (laughs) if they were maybe trying to go for like a, uh, you know, crocodile hunter like kind of vibe (laughs) where it's, you know. The
0: crocodile hunter of true crime.
2: Well, your protagonists are kind of being discussed as though they're animals. Yeah. And especially when we're, like, talking about, like, the that's nature of violence yeah, that's a that really is evil.
0: That's know? a really interesting point. And there's also a lot about, you know, Mickey and Mallory as American, as, like, this is an American problem. Yeah, they know? have this scene yeah. where they're showing
3: the tourists from around the world yeah, talking yeah. about them in the same realm as James Dean, like, the yeah, most, yeah. like, icons. And that makes sense. I mean, Charles Manson is, yeah. like, a part of Americana. Oh, Yeah.
2: Well, also it's fine because you see, like people in Tokyo, and then also later on in the drugstore scene, it's uh, Japanese like announcers, news crew, like, yeah, news crew, yeah. And Japan actually has one of the lowest murders per capita because it's so difficult to get guns. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, I'm not saying that they don't have murder, and I'm not saying they don't have horrific murder. Because I'm they pretty sure we did. thought you
0: were saying that there's no murder in Japan. Oh my gosh!
2: But no, I mean seriously, if someone though, took like, a it's... sword to someone at
0: some point in that <laughs> country.
2: Well, so you know, like. I think I had seen a documentary at one point that was comparing it to Canada where you could still get guns in Canada and stuff, but like, yeah, their murder rates really nowhere near ours. Yeah, no. And then that calls into question like availability and opportunity, but also whether or not there's some kind of a cultural aspect to why people kill people so much more frequently.
3: I mean, Asia has, their cinema is as violent and zany as anyone's. And they play a ton of violent video games, but like you said, like, they're not, they're not killing
0: in the same numbers as we are.
1: Yeah.
0: We're a nation that has this, like, sort of, you-can't-tell-me-what-to-do, like, freedom thing that I think ties into people feel oppressed. But they're not, really, they're not systematically oppressed. They're just like, oh, my boss won't let me do whatever the fuck I want to do, and then I kill my boss. You know, like, yeah. that kind of thing. It's built into our cultural DNA, you know, our national cultural DNA. It's it's a you know, it's a weird thing. I've like, you know, I've read about it and listened to people talk about like that as a concept because Well also it's well, been
2: a big discussion in this country oh, yeah. for a very long
0: time. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with like gun violence that's been going on recently. Yeah. But this isn't a sociopolitical podcast. This is a film no, podcast.
2: No, it's yes.
0: So if you've never seen Natural Born Killers Woody Harrelson and Juliet Lewis are Mickey and Mallory
3: Knox. They are a couple who go on a murder spree? They subsequently get arrested, and then it follows the aftermath of that. Kind of, it becomes like a second film almost. Yeah, without spoiling anything.
0: Yeah, we are uh, we, we are, are going to do. To spoil spoilers. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I always <laughs> tell people me. on the podcast. If you download a podcast where we're only talking about one movie, and you look, and it's like two hours ish of discussion, we're probably going to ruin. Yeah, it's at hard. At least some it's it. hard
3: not to give anything away. Yeah,
0: at that point. And this is a movie from nineteen ninety four. Yeah. So like, you had time. You had time to see this if you yeah. really wanted to see it. Yeah, you had almost quarter of a century. <laughs>
1: yeah. To see yeah.
0: the film. It was hard for me to see it when it was out because I was fifteen ish, something like that. I was a I was a kid. Not, I probably not even. Yeah.
2: You've been
1: like
0: 11. Well, out on home video and more available oh, okay. and things like that. I, right. I was in my early teens, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um that was when I like got into like Tarantino and stuff and he you know wrote the story for this, so I was like, "Oh, I want to see that." And like I I think I just knew Oliver Stone at that point through like cultural osmosis. I don't know what of his I would have seen cuz I didn't see yeah. JFK for a bunch of years.
2: Uh, I looked through his credits and stuff on IMDb, and I don't think I've seen any of his other films. Really?
3: Yeah. Patton was one I knew as a kid.
0: Yeah, My I, dad I definitely had War seen parts fans, so of saw Patton, before, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, that was like the same
0: thing. Um, and uh, Born on yeah. the Fourth of July with Tom Cruise. I probably had one. seen that. Yeah. That was big on HBO when I was like younger, so I, I'd definitely probably seen that by he, then. He
2: does a lot of like biopic kind of stuff. Oh, the the like the Doors, and, right? Yeah, he did the, he did the Doors, doors yeah. yeah.
0: I had
3: seen the Doors, definitely. He makes a lot of really overtly political films yeah. that have to do with war in America and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually he ended up doing the George Bush biopic.
2: Yes, he did. Biopic
3: Oh, yeah, yeah he did. I, I saw that. He also did that um, 9-11 movie. about the firefighters yeah oh really yeah i don't think i knew that
2: i'm not sure if i saw that or not because i saw a few of those types of movies but there are several and i don't tend to watch them anymore because it bums me out yeah it's a yeah
0: it's a big bummer it's gonna be a long time before we get a feel-good 9-11 movie Uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) hey man train spotting is a feel-good heroin movie
3: it's a romantic comedy. They, <laughs> they were both running f- through the uh, rubble when they found each other in a cafe that stayed open. Didn't
2: they try to do that shit in Pearl Harbor and it sucked?
3: Yeah. Oh, God. I remember they. Um, it was a history class and they took us to see Pearl Harbor and then the teacher apologized <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> it was like, I'm sorry, this was awful. Like I thought it would be at least acceptable, but
1: yeah. The,
0: I thought it would be borderline acceptable <laughs> if it wasn't. Oh, man. That's one of I think one of the most lowly rated in public opinion movies of all time Pearl Harbor because yeah it takes <laughs> it takes something that like we as like as Americans tread lightly on and they made it like a real dumb <laughs> Real dumb romantic comedy like love triangle. Ben Affleck movie. Yeah. he survived,
3: but uh, Josh Hartnett. I don't think he survived. Like he was like a victim. He's a casualty. He's a casualty.
0: He's the la- latest casualty of Pearl
1: Harbor. Oh my god. Josh Hartnett's
0: <laughs> career. <laughs> That's fucked up. And Liv Tyler was in it. Liv Tyler is like, she's one of those people where she's kind of almost box office poison. Despite, I think she's very good and I like her in a lot of things. But like, she's not in a lot that does well. Except Lord Lord of the Rings though. though. Yeah, Yeah. Lord of the Rings and like Armageddon was a huge movie too. Unsinkable. And also, Armageddon is great. I Um, love Armageddon. It's one of my like, favorite, I know it's dumb and it's like, just pandering to me as an audience member, but God, I love it. I love everything about it. I love that Buscemi's in it. Yeah, I love Buscemi. Uh, I love um, Will Patton. Will Patton has my yeah. favorite line in the whole movie, which is, what, what, what are you doing with a gun in space? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's my favorite. I love it. See, Good. in America, we even have guns in outer space. space.
3: <laughs> we'll take them up there. We'll take them anywhere.
0: William Fitchner will take a gun anywhere you let him take a gun. Well, he will threaten Bruce Willis. The space what?
2: force or whatever, will they have guns?
0: That's basically what I think Trump wants, is Armageddon. <laughs> both the movie and just actual Armageddon. You know what his favorite movie is apparently?
2: Oh god, oh, god what? what Bloodsport. Really? <laughs> There've
3: been stories that have really? come out that when I mean, he takes them like people on his personal plane, <laughs> he puts on Bloodsport and he like sits down and goes, "This is a really fascinating film. I love this movie." Oh man,
0: that makes me want to rewatch Bloodsport.
3: It's really good. I I watched I it a few it years for... ago and yeah, I mean, it's the best John claude Van Damme movie, if that's, you know... Yeah, you think? Stay
2: tuned for another political podcast. (laughs) I'm
3: partial to Time Cop myself. Time Cop's good. Because
0: Time Cop has,
3: like... That was, like, his total recall.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It has, like, great action, crazy premise that makes zero sense. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, what, Ron Silver... Chewing the scenery as the villain.
2: And, you know, it's a shorthand for yet another possible iteration of uh, time travel.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same matter cannot occupy same space, or you turn into, like, a really shitty-looking T-1000 ripoff. (laughs) And then disappear from the timeline, I guess. None of that shit makes any sense. Speaking of making no sense,
3: in this movie, there's an arbitrary character named Owen who, like, comes out of nowhere. He actually appears... In the beginning, when they're in the diner, huh. he's, like, sitting in one of the booths and then he, like, fades away
0: like he's, like, an illusion.
2: Oh, I do remember Wait, that. Wait, really? That's yeah. him. That's I fucking did
0: not notice that. Yeah. That's now, really interesting. The original ending of the movie, I didn't movie, realize it was the
2: same guy. Yeah. But I do him. remember seeing... Somebody yeah,
3: fade, yeah. Yeah. He initially was supposed to kill Mickey and Mallory to end the film, but they took the ending away, which
0: renders his character almost pointless. Yeah, because he shows up and is like, oh, this way we can get out of... There's a prison riot. Third act prison riot. Yeah. It's great, too. It's It's brutal. There's some crazy violence in that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Imagine choreographing that.
3: I can't even. It's just insane. There's, like, bodies on top of each other and, like, blood everywhere. It's... Yeah,
0: it's great. And, like, every shot that's not specifically of Mickey and Mallory is just more collateral damage from this yeah. like, like there's a you know someone throws a i'm guessing a guard off like a third story balcony and he's got the sh- uh, noose made of sheets around his neck and i was like oh God. shit that's crazy and there's a, a pan, like oliver stone just pans down a row of guys getting their the, throats slit yeah. one after the other
3: i like the guy he has on like a sign that says snitch, snitch bitch. bitch yeah
0: they're <laughs> and he's chasing, like, him, they're chasing like... him with like scrub brushes like they're just gonna <laughs> beat him that it's it's so good I forgot about all those like details. In my recollection the um drug zone shootout yeah. was longer and was closer to the f- climax. But that's probably the bottom of the second act, top of the third. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it's, Yeah,
2: it's your transition. Yeah.
0: But for some reason, I thought that was, like, near the end. But no, prison's the whole third act, pretty much. Yeah, it feels like a climactic scene when they're getting busted.
3: And it is, but it's also, like, the midpoint, almost, of the film. It's crazy.
2: Somebody on the IMDb was saying that that whole scene with them getting, like, beaten down by the cops, most specifically Mickey, uh, was supposed to be, like, uh, reminiscent of the Rodney King beating. Yeah.
3: They have that overhead view, just yeah. like the Rodney King beating. When yeah, you can that's see a them good point. beating him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 and they show him at the end of the film. Rodney King, yeah, he's in the the, the montage of like news, yeah, true crime news footage stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, the editing. I mean, through the whole movie in Which general. I mean, but also,
2: that was another thing that led to a riot.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, But the editing throughout the whole movie, but specifically the opening sequence, like after the cold open in the diner, but the opening, like, title and credits sequence, and the closing uh, montage that plays over, like, the credits. It's so incredibly well edited. Yeah, Yeah. the editing is fantastic. Especially the opening sequence because it's so dissonant. You're seeing characters in the film, footage from TV and movies uh, and pop culture, just, like, fading, bleeding into one another. There's dialogue, like, from, like, the story, Mm -hmm. and then there's. Music and other weirds like just all fading and cross fading and things, and it, none of it syncs up, but it's not really that disorienting like it's it's like a master class in editing like I it, c- it's so well done, I couldn't believe it
3: yeah, I mean if they had made this film and just played it straight and been very minimalist, it would have had a totally different meaning, yeah than yeah. it does with all of these visuals and yeah.
0: colors popping right into your head, uh, yeah,
2: I feel like it might be too intense that way.
0: I think it would be close okay. to, like, uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial I was Killer. thinking the same exact mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, like, or, yeah, It would be, like... Because that's very, like, just straight ahead. Like, it's just... And this is, like, yeah, the art film version of that. Like yeah. In the middle of the film, they take mushrooms and wander into the desert and their car breaks down and all that. But, like, the whole film feels like yeah. a crazy, you know, mushroom trip. When we see there How they met, it's presented as, like, an old-timey sitcom. Uh, yeah. I love <laughs> Mallory. And it's great. And we'll talk about that in a second. But, like, that's... Presented. It's shot, I believe it's shot on video, it looked like it was shot on video, like a studio. It's very, like, static. Camera work and stuff, it looked like a television show. And then, like, it cuts to arguably reality, when Mickey goes to jail after running off with Mallory, and then it cuts back to, like, studio footage like... Yeah thing it's it's so weird i mean even the very opening in the diner has like a bunch of crazy breaks from reality besides just the editing which again is like out of sync you know it's just like shots of like juliette lewis dancing and speaking don't sync up with you know what she's saying it's very unreal and, and strange but they kill most of the people in this diner and when uh, mickey shoots uh i guess she's like a uh, one of the cooks or something the I, thought, bu- I thought she
2: was the waitress oh she's a waitress like behind the counter yeah. but yeah like
0: the bullet like stops and she kind of it's like a it's like a Bugs Bunny gag like yeah. she goes oh and then like shoots her and then uh, he throws a knife through a window and like it's a point of view of the knife spinning through the window and all the uh, diegetic sound goes away and it's just like opera <laughs> like and the knife goes into some cop's back out in the yard it's great, and, but it immediately tells you, like, buckle up. Yeah. It's going to be a wild
3: ride from We're here in are the, working uh, the L7 shitless <laughs> song, which yeah. they play again
0: during the Riot. Oh, do they? Yeah, they bring yeah. it back twice. I know that I saw, the, well, I noticed The
2: soundtrack they... on this was amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was really was a really
0: good soundtrack. I want to know what, they play something at the beginning of the Riot, and I tried to, like, glance at the soundtrack to see if I could figure out what it was, but I couldn't. Well,
2: they did uh, Ride of the Valkyrie... Yeah, no, it's like a metal song or okay. something.
0: Or like maybe it was like
3: yeah, 90s. Well,
2: things. I think it was something. a little bit before... They the have Riot Rage Against
3: the something. Machine. They have Rage. When, when it first
0: kicks in, when Mickey's telling the joke, which is yeah. a great scene. They play uh, Nine Inch Nails a couple of times. I yeah. think there's two Nine Inch Nails songs in here, but they yeah. play something I Will Never Have, I think is what it's called, yeah. twice. Play, the soundtrack's so good. Play
1: a bunch of... I remember Cohen. the soundtrack. They have
3: like three songs off of that yeah. one 80s Leonard Cohen album. yeah. Yeah, Leonard every, Cohen is every like Every time
2: the... I hear Leonard Cohen, I forget how much I like Leonard Cohen. Oh,
0: Leonard Cohen's so good. I,
1: I like, like his
3: whole... 80s stuff the best. Yeah. Like, those albums are so... They sound like nothing
0: else. It's I never listened to them. It it's bizarrely produced. I'm like,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, he, he just, like, marching to his own drummer was just like, I don't know why, but do it like this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also, like, nihilistic. Like, it's great. I kind of knew Leonard Cohen, like, tangentially from Hallelujah and stuff, but, like... Nick Cave covers a bunch of Leonard Cohen songs yeah. Yeah. so that's when I was like I was like oh I love this song oh this is a Leonard Cohen song I was like that makes sense yeah. <laughs> this movie introduced me to
3: Leonard Cohen I yeah. never knew who he was as a kid but I heard these songs I was like okay this is good stuff yeah I just Went knew the,
0: the Buckley the Jeff Buckley version of Hallelujah okay. and that it was written by Leonard Cohen so I like had searched out the Leonard Cohen version but that was the only thing that was the only Cohen song that I knew for years and years
3: I've still never listened to that album the Jeff Buckley one
0: what is it Grace or
3: something Grace yeah I've still never actually
0: listened to that record it's It's real good yeah Yeah. I have to check that out I don't smoke cigarettes but it's a real good like have a cigarette and a glass of bourbon album I partake in both of those things from time to time (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. so yes we cold open at at a, a diner after mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's actually a lot of really good dialogue which Tarantino wrote the story I don't know how much input he had with anything else.
2: So apparently there were significant rewrites.
0: Um, yeah, I know. Like even he to hates his, it. Yeah, even his story yeah. there were a bunch of, of rewrites. But I don't yeah. know if any dialogue was in his original thing that carried over or not. But a lot of it seems. Tarantino-y oh, yeah.
2: well cause like he loves very dialogue heavy sequences followed by insane violence yeah, and, and that's I'll, kinda what you get in parts here
0: but although, also the kinds of dialogue yeah although um, the, yeah. The,
2: the, the speech is sometimes almost too fast to follow in this it's especially Tommy Lee Jones
0: man Tommy oh, Lee oh Jones God. is firing on all he CDs. reminds me of Two-Face he's Two-Face in the yeah. whole thing
2: he's like that's an auctioneer a... <laughs> <laughs> and also he's acting his motherfucking balls off like he, seriously
0: he's so fucking funny he's so arch in that performance yeah. like he's so funny yeah. and like over the top it's like it's not the same tone or anything but it's almost like a Vincent Price level of like <laughs> acting to the camera like facial expressions and stuff and gesticulating and yeah and yeah. like I love right before his demise it's Tommy Lee Jones I have no idea how old he was in this but he just like leaps up onto the bars like, and is like climbing climbing the, climbing the, the so, bars I was like damn you go Tommy Lee Jones
2: the very first shot we got of him I did not realize it was Tommy Lee Jones but then once he started like really talking I'm like holy shit it is yeah he's He's got like a
0: proto pompadour he's got a weird spiky mustache and eyebrows yeah Yeah. it's very strange
2: and and then yeah and then I was looking I'm like no that's definitely Tommy Lee Jones.
0: yeah when we get to the prison the third act uh, I have a note that says hey it's two of my favorite three named actors Tommy Lee Jones and Pruitt Taylor Vince Wait, who's Pruitt Taylor Vince? He is. Um, what was the? He's the the, the bigger guard. Yeah, Kavanaugh? Um, Kavanaugh gets, Kavanaugh yeah. gets oh, his okay. hand broken and yeah. gets shot. Eventually, he's in. He's just a character actor that I like. Um, the big thing that he's in a lot is um, Identity from, like, 2000 and something. Oh, God,
3: was he the... He's the guy
0: with, yeah, he's the, like, depiction of, like, the man who wasn't there, that thing. Okay. He's in a bunch of things, but, like, I always can pick him out, and he's always really good. He's a really good character actor, so I was like, oh, cool. He doesn't get a whole lot to do in this, but he does get a good, like, they're gonna fucking kill you, Mickey, like, you know, a couple (laughs) of lines, and then Mickey breaks his hand.
2: Also from the MDBA, apparently he had a much bigger role, but a lot of it got cut. Oh, that's a bummer. Big reason why he's bleeding is that uh, Mickey was using him as a human shield going through like the riot.
0: Zone. I think that came across without yeah. us actually seeing it because, like, no, it's yeah. just it's chaos, man. Yeah, it's like one of I mean, like, I've seen a bunch of movies with like prison riots, it's probably the best one. Yeah,
3: Oz had a couple good riots, but that's this true. One, yeah. This one was without a doubt the most
0: violent. Yeah, it's chaos, well, it's just it's, it's all chaos. It's so
2: many bodies, which they do set up. With uh, Tommy Lee Jones saying, like, we're at, like, 200% capacity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, and I mean, prison overcrowding does happen. But, like, it's a little startling where it's, like, how is it that there are this many people?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, at the end of the prison riot, it's just, like, a wave of inmates run. It's like a zombie movie. Like, it's just yeah. them running down the hall at the, like, ten surviving guards. Who are shooting. Just, like, emptying their clips into them, and they're just, like, keep coming. It's so crazy. And they end and, like, up putting yeah. Tommy Lee Jones's head on a stick. Yeah, they ripped yeah. Tommy Lee Jones's It happens
3: head. quickly. You see him getting taken by the guards, and then, like, five yeah, seconds you see, later, you see a head so on a stick. You see
0: a lot of footage of just, like, hands, like, holding, like, shivs and screwdrivers and whatever else, like... You know, kind of all like reaching for him and whatever. You don't actually see a lot of violence in that. And then, like, it's just his head on a fucking broom handle getting bandied (laughs) about like Lord of the Flies. It's great.
2: So we did watch the director's cut. Apparently that is not in it's theatrical version. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, no. They just it's implied that he's dead. You don't see his head. Oh,
0: what a what a missed opportunity yeah. cuz that's so good. Well, that's
2: kind of why it's in the director's cut. Yeah, I think yeah. they cut
0: they cut a few minutes. I I didn't realize this was the director's cut. That's
3: great. I rem, yeah, that's one dude, scene it it I knew very, that was like, in this, but I don't know what else largely was cut undercover. initially.
2: I don't know all of the differences, but that was like a big one. There There's was, a really great
3: deleted sequence ...where uh, it's during their trial... ...and Ashley Judd... ...is testifying... ...that she was like the lone survivor... Like, Mickey and Mallory murders her entire family. Okay. And Mickey winds up stabbing her in the neck with a pencil and killing her. In the courtroom? That, in the courtroom, yeah. Is
2: that why you see Tommy Lee Jones with a pencil later? He was kind of going through stuff that I guess was, like, things that could be weapons, and he's got, like, a pencil and was... That
3: makes sense, yeah. Yeah, that's probably why they did that. I don't know. Yeah, it's a really crazy sequence. That's crazy. So that was a whole sequence that was cut. Yeah, it's they filmed like it, it's like five minutes long. Yeah, it's oh, and wow. it's on the it's probably on the DVD and the deleted scenes.
0: But, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, poor. Ashley oh, we know Pat. what we're doing later. Yeah, I'll definitely <laughs> watch that. So there's a lot of like archival footage and stuff that they you know use. My favorite, of course. There's a brief appearance from the WWE featuring Tatanka. Tatanka. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: Kill the fucking Indian. Yeah, yeah, Rodney Dangerfield. He deserves that. Like, his performance in that Dude, deserves it's... its own, like, podcast. It's so good. It's
2: good. It's also so creepy just yeah, yeah. because yeah. they they have it done in, like, that laugh track, like, yeah.
0: thing. And, Ooh, it's but he's great. saying
2: such <laughs> fucked up shit, man. That
0: sequence alone, incredible as like just as a story because like it starts and it seems like you know a, a sitcom there's a laugh track there's you know there's all applause breaks and like you know canned audience reactions and things and there're two jokes argument you know at the at the start of that sequence uh it's Ronnie Dangerfield criticizing uh <coughs> Juliet Lewis's clothes and he's like he's like what are you wearing a uh, i forget like a broomstick and oh. a trash bag yeah a trash yeah. bag on a broomstick you know he's a- and like the audience like ah, ha 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 ha, ha. And then, like, but as it goes on, they're, like, laughing and applauding and stuff to him being, like, yeah, go upstairs and wash up, and I'm gonna come up and see how clean you are. And I'm, like, oh, oh. And, like, the audience laughter makes it so fucking much worse.
3: And that ties into, like, the way television affects us. It's, like, we're watching television
0: shows where that glorifies
3: gross acts
0: like this. Yeah, violence and, and yeah. And, I mean, like, we as a culture love the villain, man. Like, I know I do. I love a good villain. You look at every...
3: TV show that's been considered great in the last like 20 years it's all anti-heroes yeah Sopranos The Wire Breaking Bad like these are all undesirable people yeah it's in all in normal society yeah it's, it's all humanizing
0: and reg. you know uh, normalizing these people who are technically like the fringes or the dregs of society yeah exactly and I mean like if anybody could have gotten me to to sway early it would have been Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> he's so fucking good and creepy in it but he's basically just being Rodney Dangerfield like he doesn't he's improving. yeah he even yeah. does like yeah. some of his like bits it's a, the gaggiest gag where he pulls a fucking shoe out of like a crock pot and insults his wife's cooking he's like with this you know with this meal you pray afterwards which is like just a Rodney Dangerfield joke yeah. like it's just something he had in his back pocket it's so crazy
3: surprised he didn't didn't refer to his doctor as uh, Vinnie Boombat Vinnie (laughs) Boombat
0: dude I fucking love and I love the little brother Kevin in the kiss he the (laughs) kiss makeup yeah (laughs) yeah The shot of Kevin at the end of that sequence. So, early in the movie, we flash back to how Mickey and Mallory met. it's that Mallory had this awful home life with uh, Ed Rooney's secretary. Uh, Edie McClurg is her mother. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I love you. She's great. And Ronnie Dangerfield's her father. And Kevin is her uh, her brother who wears Kiss makeup. And later on, like, an Ankh t-shirt. Yeah, like, he's... he's like a little Satanist. He's, yeah. like, he's a budding Satanist. He's a little goth kid, Satanist kid. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And, you know, she's going to go out and go to John Lee Hooker. John Lee Hooker, oh, yeah. Because okay. I was like, what a weird pull. Yeah. yeah. I was like, all right. And she's going to go to a John Lee Hooker show. And, uh, yeah, Rodney's telling her she dressed dress like a whore. And then, and and then... she
2: can't go because she didn't mow the lawn, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And...
0: She says the piece of shit lawnmower's broken. All yeah. this. And and he, eventually, he ends up just being like, go upstairs, get a shower, and then I'm going to come up and I'm your father and I'm going to sexually assault you. And it's awful, but there's a laugh track going on the whole time. And then, Mickey shows up as the guy that delivers meat. I love the line, he's like, ooh,
3: that meat man cocksucker.
0: Because, yeah, yeah, he picks up a... It's it's written on wax paper, butcher paper. It says, um, went went with meat man back by dawn. dawn. (laughs) And he's like, oh, that meat man cocksucker. (laughs) I laughed so fucking hard.
1: Yeah,
2: they steal dad's car, Mickey gets arrested for Grand Theft Auto.
3: I don't know, why would Mickey need to steal a car? He had to
0: you yeah, didn't carry a big <laughs> yeah, bag of meat. Didn't carry the, <laughs> probably just family. for shits and giggles.
2: Guys, it was a meat cute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I mean,
2: seriously though, like he's yeah, he's very sweet to her and stuff, which she doesn't get a lot of that. Yeah, but he like, yeah.
0: He's like, you know, hey, how's it going or whatever. And she's like, hi. He's like, what's your name? She's like, Mallory. He's like, you ought to change your name to beautiful. And the audience like.
2: Aww. But I mean, honestly, like, yeah, it's very sweet.
0: (laughs) And he's in, like, a butcher apron, all white. He's carrying a big, like, just a sack of meat. And, like, pieces of meat are falling. It's really great and surreal. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he gets arrested for Grand Theft Auto. When he comes, gets out, he comes back. They beat her father to death. While he was trying to watch a Tatanka match. Yeah, he's trying to watch. That's when the kill the Indian line comes in. (laughs) Which I was like, hey, Tatanka. (laughs)
2: So what's weird is, like, you know, they're, they're bashing his head in with, like, a tire iron or something like that, mm-hmm. and they're drowning him in the fish tank. Yeah. And then they go upstairs and kill her mother with fire. Yeah, that was, like, so a I...
0: brutal death. Like, they light her on fire yeah. while she's alive. Yeah, yeah. while she's in they bed. They tuck her into bed so that she can't move. They, like, tuck the yeah. sheets and stuff on her. And then they just cover her and light her fluid and set her on fire. But and so then I... there's, a shot, there's a shot of uh, Kevin. He opens his door, and he's, just, he's got some kind of goth eye makeup but I couldn't really see it because they have projected on him fire yeah. Like, you just, like, you know, this image of fire. And Mickey's ready to go and, kill the kid. Yeah, and, and instead, Julia Lewis is like, you're free now, Kevin. And Kevin just, like, smiles in this fire <laughs> projection. I was like, this kid's awesome. Yeah, like, where the fuck is that kid going? That's where right. Pe- People keep doing, like, dumb sequels and stuff. That's a sequel I kind of want. Detroit Rock City wound up being the, uh... <laughs> the story the, of Kevin? <laughs> Kevin, yeah.
3: He joining <laughs> up with some
0: guy. He's like, I have to go meet Kiss. <laughs> <laughs>
2: of wondered if there was like a elemental thing yeah like because there are kind of almost like diametrically opposite
0: deaths yeah
2: and i was wondering if that was symbolic but then also it's weird because you know usually you would think drowning would be the more gentle compared to being Alive. Right, but
0: they are bludgeoning him with a tire iron at right. the same
2: time. Whereas they don't even touch the mother really yeah. except to like just douse
0: lighter and, yeah.
1: to the, the, the gasoline-soaked <laughs> sheets.
0: Which at first I was like, oh, that's fucked up. But then Juliette Lewis is like, you knew and you didn't do anything. And I was like, yeah, fucker, her, burn her. And I was like, yeah, you're <laughs> all right. The one aspect I found interesting was
3: the amount of regret they both showed from killing the Indian. Chief. The Native American guy. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Anybody that they usually attack. Often had aggression towards them or disrespect. Right, or whatever. but then
0: they would kill anybody in the area.
2: That's true. Like when
3: they like, they have the footage of them rampaging through a store and just like killing a bunch of peep, tourists, like in this random yeah shop. Because like, what we're introduced
0: to them uh, yeah, at the diner. Yeah, and she like
2: shot a cyclist while they were like yeah the cops or whatever. Because
0: they're hard to get. <laughs> That's what yeah. she was like. Oh, I actually got one. They're kind of hard to Wing get. Wingales like. Yeah. And then a tragedy, bronze Bronze medalist. medalist. Yeah, whoever the fuck.
2: (laughs) I mean, maybe it's one of those things where when they start killing, they can't stop. They have, like, you know, some kind of thing in mind, and it's often sexually motivated.
0: Yeah, um, because, yeah, we're introduced to them in the diner, and there's three cops that pull up, and uh, one stays outside to fiddle with the engine because it's overheating. I don't think
2: they were cops. I thought they were just, like... Cowboys. Yeah, I think they oh, were just really? like random yeah. hicks. It seemed
0: the like theater. they were all dressed the same. Yeah. So I, I assumed they were like Rangers or well, something. Well, that's also
2: she does the whole like Eaty Meaty Mighty Mo catch a redneck by the tail.
0: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> But yeah, uh, and the one starts uh, aggressively coming on to Juliet Lewis while she's dancing. Yeah, he's yeah, he just... using his beer bottle <laughs> phallically. Yeah. yeah, he's an absolute pig. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, yeah, he like crouches down and like pantomimes, like licking her like thigh and yeah, stuff. God. Yeah, it's super like fucking kill him. And but like the whole <laughs> time Mickey's just eating key lime pie and the other one is sitting next to him. And he's like, yeah, she's a sweet piece of ass. He's like, her name is Mallory. He's like, I don't care. I will just call her pussy. And then Mickey's like, Well, we're going to kill you in a minute. That's fine. We finished my pie. And he goes and sits down, and talks to the waitress. He's like, Yeah, let me have a piece of pie. And she's like, What do you want? And he's like, You know, what's good? And she says, Have you ever had key lime pie? And he's like, I haven't had key lime in you know ten years. And she's like, Well, it's kind of acquired taste. Did you like it then? And he's like, I don't know. I'm a totally different person now. Yeah. That, I was a meat man back then. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff felt like Tarantino dialogue. Yeah, yeah. without a doubt. Like yeah. that really feels yeah. like Tarantino. Like well, also he, characterization. He
2: loves diners. It's Americana, that's yeah. true,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, Did you catch, you probably did, Skagnetti, Jack Skagnetti, what's his name, Tom Sizemore. Yeah. He's yeah. a, like, super cop type yeah, thing, like a celebrity cop.
2: Yeah, he's this officer that's, like, on the trail of Mickey and Mallory and apparently he authored a book and called you
0: know, Scagnetti you know, it's, on Scagnetti. He's like yep. the Andy Warhol yeah. cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In um, Reservoir Dogs, Mr. Blonde's parole officer is Seymour Scagnetti. Oh, oh, so that ties into the universe, it's the, the oh. Tarantino verse. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I was like, oh shit, I forgot about. It. I don't think I remember that at all. But I kind of didn't remember Tom Sizemore in this until he popped up, and I was like, oh right. Then it started to come back.
2: Yeah, he like kills a hooker at one point. Yeah, that's I didn't really understand that's
0: fu- that. Well, we get his origin story later at the prison, yeah, which know. is pretty fascinating because it's like almost it's
3: meta. He's trying yeah. to act like he was, uh, his mother was killed by Charles Whitman, yeah, who was picking
0: people off. The Bell tower, tower shooter. Uh, yeah. Well, did what? they
2: say it was specifically
3: him?
0: Yeah.
2: Or... yeah. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it was just supposed to be a no. A, Whitman a rep- pops
0: up in the opening credit thing to American Maniacs. Yeah, he's one of the people. Mm. He's, he's one of the people teaching. they name and they put his name up uh-huh. on screen. And I was like, oh, that's a weird choice because he's not like a big name. But I mean, at the time, it was more recent and you know, more sensational. Yeah. Um, but then they bring him back and I was like, Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. And he said, yeah, he says like his, you know, mom got shot and he just laid there and you know, whatever, but yeah. He describes
2: it very graphically.
0: Oh yeah. It's great. It's really, you know, crazy and upsetting. And he uses that to, you know, to tell Tommy Lee Jones, like, that's why I became a lawman. But we've already seen him strangle and murder a hooker. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The whole time he's like, I'm just playing, but he's not stopping.
0: Yeah, he he says that later, too. He says that when he's got uh, the gun um, on Mickey. Ah. He says like I'm just playing, and I was like, I was like, does that mean he's hard right now? I'm, t- I don't, I'm just asking questions.
3: It's sick. He shows up to the drug zone to bust them, and he still he's has got to the scratches. scratches. I love oh, from that hooker. Yeah, because yeah, he
0: killed her the night before, and she like clawed his face. So he's got these like four big. Big red scratch. Yeah, that whole
3: space. that whole aspect to his character. Like, I wonder if it's like he's become so fascinated by killers. He felt like, oh, I want to do this
0: just to get in their minds. Yeah, he's like it's like Dexter. Like he's yeah. he's like yeah. a serial killer that kills serial killers. Poor Pinky. Yeah, poor Pinky. Yeah. She, that's the
3: hook. I like how she's like casually telling him, "My brother nicknamed me Pinky," as she's like getting undressed. Yeah, too. that's
2: that's another Tarantino. Yeah, that, that felt thing. like him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he would do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a lot of that, like a lot of the characterization, dialogue, and stuff, really felt. Like Tarantino. Like, he's only credited with story by... But maybe yeah. he, maybe it was, like, a script or maybe it was, like, an outline that had dialogue. No, he had he, an he, entire screenplay. Yeah, was wrote, it really a whole screenplay? A they had, just made enough changes yeah. to it that they only credited well, him with story?
2: he was gonna have a friend of his direct it. Okay. And that fell through or whatever. And then Oliver Stone heard about it and, you know, made an offer. Yeah. And then they did a lot of rewrites. Apparently, like, the actual, like, shooting was very different than huh. how it was originally written. I have no idea how... How much of the dialogue was preserved how much of the
0: even, yeah e- even
2: even how much of like the events right
0: right, right. you
2: know yeah the were, bullet points yeah no yeah. pun
0: intended i wonder
3: right. when that script was sold because 94 was the same year pope fiction came out so yeah. those movies yeah. were, might have been in theaters around the same, same time. time
2: yeah Why? I mean, I'm pretty sure he wrote it
3: years before. He probably wrote it in the '80s, in the '80s, most likely. Uh,
0: He said in interviews before that, like all his first handful of uh, produced scripts were written like in the same relatively short amount of time because that was all he was doing. He was working at a video store, living in his parents' basement. He didn't say this, but doing a lot of cocaine. Uh, (laughs) You
1: don't say. Yeah,
0: and like, which is fine. You know, it worked. Uh, he's Tarantino now Um, but yeah he said he wrote all those in like a relatively short amount of time and I was like and that's kind of great because like they all have that feel you know like later Tarantino definitely doesn't feel like early Tarantino definitely not no, and they're they're great. Like I love like Django and and um, Inglorious Bastards and stuff. Which Inglorious Bastards took a while to grow on me. Yeah, Hateful Eight took me a couple times. Like I saw it. Uh, did you guys see it in
3: theaters with that sixty no. four? No. That was it was impressive like to look at, but I was like, this movie's kind of shitty. Yeah. But I rewatched it like in the winter. I'm like, all right, this feels yeah. Good. This is a yeah. good like winter movie. Yeah, it's,
0: that's what we watched it whenever it rolled on Netflix. Small
2: and quiet for him. Which yeah. Is weird. Yeah, um, it's a character piece. Yeah. Like,
0: but they don't feel like early Tarantino films at all. No, he was cool. about
3: like crime capers, basically. Yeah. in
0: the early days. Yeah. Uh, so he keeps saying that like every movie is like going to be his last directorial movie, which I'm like, that's fine. Like live your life, you can stop whenever you want. But I really hope at the very least he keeps writing, writes, and lets other people direct. Yeah. Because I think he's a you know a fantastic yeah. writer especially if one, you know.
2: one of your faves is from Dust Till Dawn.
0: I fucking love from Dust Till Dawn. It's the yeah. craziest two movies mashed into one you'll ever see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's
3: I mean those two are pretty tight. I yeah. Think, to this day, they're, they're best buds. I love Grindhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just loved like seeing that in theaters with the trailers is a yeah. really
0: great experience. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people that d- didn't like it. I can't. Or only like like one that. of the movies, but not the other, and I'm like, yeah, they're you know, I could see that if you viewed them as separate entities, but like you kind of really have to set aside like six hours or whatever yeah. and watch them both. Cause that's the experience. I, like
2: I saw that in theaters and specifically did not have anything to drink because I was not leaving my fucking seat. Yeah. And, and you know, the, yeah. they had the little fake uh, movie trailers in between that turned into machete,
0: machete. And what else is in there? Uh, uh, hobo a with co- the shotgun.
2: Is no, that No, Wait, in
3: there? no, that was beforehand before planet terror starts. I think they show the hobo with a shotgun trailer. Really? Really? Yeah. Tarantino they it was really cool they did a um they held a competition for people to make their own trailer and like the prize was, one of you was going to have your trailer in Grindhouse, huh. and Hobo with the Shotgun was the one that won. Okay,
2: because okay. I know, like in between, it was yeah.
1: He had yeah, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, which I uh, keep waiting for,
3: for him to make that. He claimed he was.
1: Oh man, I think yeah, was he his did troll. say that. I, the I remember. The trampoline that. with the knife, man. I still <laughs> oh, think about
0: that. Uh, Edgar Wright, uh, Don't Don't yes. was good. Don't. I would watch yes. Don't a hundred times. <laughs> it looks so fucking fun. That trailer is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I really want them all to become real movies. Yeah. Because then, like, my grandchildren will not understand how great that is. They'll just be like, <laughs> why did they advertise these real movies in the middle of this movie? <laughs> yeah, that was such an experience. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah. So, uh, oh, Mickey, uh, we forgot to mention, so we get their flashback uh, to how they met. Yeah. And then Mickey gets arrested. Yeah. And he goes to jail. The way he escapes is a tornado <laughs> happens. <laughs> I mean, they're, like, rounding up horses. Yeah, and it foreshadows the ending, because in all the chaos, he, get, he kills some people and gets away.
2: Isn't that the scene where you see an extra get, like, trampled or something? Yeah,
0: yeah that was... I actually
3: never realized that. Like, that looks Bad. real.
0: Yeah, like, that guy got fucked up. Yeah, that dude, <laughs> like, dives immediately under horses, tramp, like, stampeding yeah. horses. Fuck. But yeah, that foreshadows the ending because Mickey and Mallory claim they had nothing to do with the riot, so it's just another act of God and they just took advantage of the situation. It's It's a
2: weird fate, you guys. Yeah.
0: It's a weird thing about like them being them, being Mickey and Mallory being the the types of people they are, are more able, I guess, to take advantage of like opportunities that are presented them. Yeah. That's kinda how it's like it, it came across to me and like that's part of I think part of what Mickey is saying. When he's being interviewed by Wayne Gale at the end.
2: Mm-hmm. Kind of even them getting together was just like happenstance.
0: Shows up at the
3: doorstep with fifty pounds of <laughs> beef and goes from there.
0: Then uh, we get their blood oath marriage ceremony on the bridge, yeah. which is honestly pretty romantic. Yeah, yeah. it's a really it's, good scene. It is really good. Like,
2: except it gets interrupted by that car, and they just start yelling for Fanny. All something. the greasers yes. are just like,
3: yeah. and yeah, There's like twelve we... guys on that car. Yeah,
2: yeah does... it's like a
0: stray cats video. <laughs>
2: Say like you know, I shouldn't kill anybody on our wedding day. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, such a good like line. Yeah,
0: we shouldn't and, kill anybody on our wedding day. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: but yeah, it's honestly and, like really romantic. If they'd yeah, stopped they, killing there, I'd be like, it was worth it.
2: They do like a yeah blood oath thing, and she goes, "We'll be living in the oceans now." Yeah, I
0: love
3: the animation. Yeah. Like their two, the two yes. blood starts to like go like a serpent. They
0: create yeah. yeah, like it does there's, the like DNA double helix and like the caduceus yeah. like spinning around. Then yeah. it goes in the water and swims into like.
2: There's a ton the of void. snake imagery in this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's, yeah. And that's that's
2: also kind of how they end up getting caught, ultimately, is getting bit. Yeah, their
0: rings are snakes. A lot of times, because there's, again, weird audio mixing in this, there's, like, snake sounds. Yeah. Footage of snakes throughout the whole movie. There's just a projection outside of, like, the set of the car, you know, and they, like, make it look like they're driving past something, but he intentionally makes it look fake, you know? Yeah. But they do this, and it's like... Desert highway rolling past, or whatever, and then it's just like whatever. I love Lucy playing, or you know, <laughs> Godzilla, like whatever, and they're just driving past it like nothing. Like yeah, and there's like snake footage there and snake footage like throughout the whole thing. I actually wasn't
2: entirely sure for a bit if they were supposed to actually be driving or if they were at like a drive-in theater. <laughs> Right. And then I realized like, no, they're that's them driving and yeah, just it's, that everything's insane around them.
0: Yeah, it's that rear projection driving yeah. thing that they used to do in movies all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That Tarantino occasionally will do just for the aesthetic of it. Because yeah. it is really it looks great. Like yeah. there's something about it that looks like a movie more than actually filming you driving. Yeah. Yeah. Around Thanksgiving last year, Allison and I watched uh we started watching the Bonds in order. Okay. Because they all popped up on streaming stuff all around yeah. the same time. But like, yeah, even in Dr. No, he's like driving. And it's like the worst rear projection. Like, it's too <laughs> grainy. It's too big. It shakes too much for him to... But I was like, well, it just looks like a movie. Yeah. 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 Oh, then we were introduced to American Maniacs with Wayne Gale. Yeah. I love
3: the way that the opening is edited with the reenactment. of have the reenactments.
0: Yeah. And he's like, uh, <laughs> it's Sergeant Mark- Dale. Rugby. Yeah, it's Mark Harmon as the reenactment. Oh, <laughs> reenactment <God. laughs> Mickey. And I was like, "Oh, hey, buddy." Uh, I looked up um reenactment Mallory. Um her name is Karina Everson, but uh, yeah. I don't know her from anything else. Speaking yeah. of people at
3: uh, was that Balthazar Getty? In the in the it, gas station. In the gas station. That was him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, "Hey, I was like I'm pretty sure it's Balthazar Getty." I looked at and I was like, "It yeah. is." Nerds. Yeah, it's like 90s, also-ran character actor, Balthazar Getty. He's in the background and just off to the side of a million movies. Yeah, Do you just
2: remember him because his name's so weird?
0: Yeah, that's part of it. I him. just remember him from Lost Highway, because yeah. David Lynch had him as, like,
3: randomly... I think he just liked his name, and was like, I'm gonna make this guy a star in my movie. Yeah. No,
2: honestly, I feel like that would definitely jibe with how David Lynch would make decisions about things.
0: This is such a deep, nerdy cut. I think I mentioned on a Scream episode... That David Arquette had, or maybe still has, a band called Ear 2000. This is in 1999, so he was like, it's the sound of the future. <laughs> I don't
2: entirely remember you talking about this, but also we were
1: drinking.
0: Oh yeah. So, in one of the two Ear 2000 songs on the Scream soundtrack, the only two Ear 2000 songs I've ever been able to find, because like, occasionally I'm like, I like, I like weird... Pop culture bric-a-brac, and I was like, I would, I would buy the Year Two Thousand CD if I found it on like eBay or something, if it was reasonably priced, I'd, I'd, I'd get that. And I've looked, and I don't think it ever existed. I think he just, it only exists on like the Scream or Scream Two like soundtracks. But in one of them, he said like it's something and blah blah, blah. but he says like my main man Balthazar, and I was like, okay. Um, turns out he was in like his own little you know actor like proto brat pack. Including Balthazar Getty and a bunch of guys. What a crew! Yo, oh, yeah. We <laughs> it's <a>, it's a... <laughs> had some wild times. He, I believe, is the most successful of that crew,
3: which is a weird. Who? our or Arquette. Getty? Yeah, he yeah. probably is. Yeah.
2: You know what? Big fish, small pond.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was married to a legit superstar for a while. Yeah. Like, Courtney Cox
0: was big actress. Yeah. I weird mean, point.
2: She's you know still in. Yeah. Stuff that you know. People oh yeah, watch, she's li- yeah. she can,
0: but she can live off residuals for the rest of her yeah. life and be fine. Yeah. That's the thing,
3: like if I were, were an actor and like imagine these guys from the Big Bang Theory, they're never going to see another role.
0: Yeah, they don't, ha- they don't have to. they don't have
3: to. Exactly. They're just gonna be a, I I once the show ends, I would just vanish to an island and be like, alright, fuck it, it's over. Uh, that's
0: like
2: Corey, you know, Jaleel White. Man. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he does stuff. You never but have to do cares. anything ever again. Yeah.
2: Well, so I saw him recently not recently, but like Five years ago. Where, like at Wawa? No. He was was hosting a reality-like game show called Pitch Black or something to that effect where they would put people in completely dark rooms and they'd have to complete challenges. I know the one, it was that they had to i don't know find something in this room but they had a bunch of farm animals in there with them and so it was freaking people out because nobody knows what a llama (laughs) sounds like and it's terrifying when you can't see what it is (laughs) jesus yeah and he was hosting it and i'm like dude really dude (laughs) really okay i
3: wonder if they were inspired by that vin diesel movie Pitch black. black. I don't that's know. a really good. It is sci-fi actually. Thing, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna. Go that came out nowhere. of nowhere. Yeah. Like that's a you know. That like... was an Aus- It was made in Australia. That was oh, yeah. a, an import that somehow got U.S. distribution and like launched his career. Yeah, that's a smart
0: move because it's also it's just a, even if it hadn't launched his career, it's a really solid sci-fi. Yeah. movie Oh no, it's sorry. got a great it's, premise. It's
2: not called Pitch Black. It's called Total Blackout.
0: Total Blackout. With but with Jaleel White. With Jaleel, Jaleel White. White
2: hosting. Yep. <laughs>
0: Uh, I remember I worked at a gift shop for a bunch of years and um, one of the... You know, we get like celebrities there for various events and one of them was... I don't remember what the actual organization was, but it was... Um, they were presenting awards for and to like African-American actors and performers and stuff. And part of it was like lifetime achievement stuff and blah, blah, blah. But like... So they asked if they could leave flyers for it in the the gift shop. I was like, sure. And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, oh, I know some of these guys. But there was both... Michael Jai White and Jaleel White, and I was like, I was like, I was like, dude, they're, I was like, Michael Jai White and Jaleel White are both going to be there, and they're like, who? <laughs> I was like, Spawn and Urkel, and, Urkel. <laughs> and they're like, what? now that'd be a good crossover. That would be a good crossover. They should, we should make a movie where they're brothers.
3: Michael Jai White, he did a Universal Soldier sequel too. Oh yeah,
0: he was in one of those. Yeah, he's like, he's not bad, even in Spawn, which I cannot stand to watch. He's not bad in it.
3: Yeah, that was like one of those, like, could have
0: been classics. I love just, like, the look of the costumes, and then it was just from there. The real awful. stuff is great, I... but when it gets to the CG, the CG looks so bad. Yeah. That I... it, even even for then it looked bad, and it pulls me out of the movie, and I just, I'm, I'm wanting it to be over.
2: I have not seen that since high school. Yeah. And I forgot that John Leguizamo was in it.
0: Yeah, he's the clown. Yeah. Proving that he is, like,. Always going for it. He's a really underrated actor. Oh, I love yeah. him he's terrific. so much. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I honestly like he's one of those actors that I consider as like you know takes no days off. Every movie he's in, he's doing something.
2: I was so excited to see him in John Wick. It was yeah. really yeah. great. He was yeah.
3: just in some movie I saw, and he it was weird because he had like a minor role. It was about a girl who tries to pretend that she's like the long lost daughter of this couple. She basically makes up lies, like she meets him because she pretends that she's a woman who lost her baby. Okay. She had a miscarriage. Yeah. And Leguizamo is like a guy whose wife died during childbirth. So like they're on this online community. Okay. But like his role is, like, not comedic at all, and he's, like, totally broken down. And he's only in the movie for, like, ten minutes.
2: No, he can totally play it straight. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he is a, like, like, he doesn't get the option a lot, but he's a, you know, well, pretty solid, dramatic he, actor.
2: He started doing, like, stand-up and stuff like that, but, yeah. like, a lot of it one-man was... One-man shows. Yeah, a lot of it was, like, him doing drag and doing, yeah. you know, impressions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: It's, like, the yeah. prototype, like not prototype, but the prototypical <laughs> uh, one-man show mm-hmm. of, like... They make fun of it on like Thirty Rock, like uh, yeah. uh, like Grizz. I think it's Grizz does the the one man show where he's like, hey, you know, out in Bed there's a certain rhythm to the way people talk. Oh yeah, Poppy. Yeah, he starts like doing characters and stuff. But that's basically what John Leguizamo oh, does. yeah, it. and they're totally. but they're always really good and crazy shit.
2: Although unfortunately, John Leguizamo isn't in this movie. No,
0: anymore. no, no. So. Most movies would benefit from John Leguizamo. This definitely would. This is like prime. John Leguizamo, he's like young and fucking hot to go. Like he's ready to go. He's backstage, fucking ready to get in the ring. Well, maybe he he really could have been killing people in the prison. Scene. Yeah,
1: you
3: could he have. Had a he could have been actors. weird Owen. Yeah, the Owen thing. I will like, say kind of
0: takes you out of the movie. It's yeah, because it was odd because he just shows up and he's like, I will say whoever the actor is that played Owen, I didn't get his name, but he plays it very calm. And he just walks up. He's holding two, like a shotgun and another gun. He's like, so. "Come on, Mickey." He's like, "Hi." He's like, "Hey, Mickey, Mallory, come this way." And like, I like when he turns the Wayne gown,
3: and he's like, "I really love your work and what you do for people." Like, yeah. yeah. In like the middle of a riot, he stops yeah. to give this scumbag a compliment. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's great. The movie's so weird yeah. and, and funny. The chief was the only like somewhat moral person in the entire film. Uh, who? The Native,
0: Native American D- chief. Oh yeah, killed. the Native yeah. 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 In my notes it even says, like, uh, they killed the Native American guy, they're doomed. Because, yeah, like, right after that, Mallory's telling Mickey, like, you kill life! Yeah, like, life. It's, it's, like, heavy. <laughs> like, it's like, the first time we've ever killed somebody. like In their, you know, view, didn't deserve it. Yeah. Because even, even Mickey is like, he, you know, that was an accident, I didn't mean to do that. Like, he feels bad. Yeah. And they walk outside and it's just, like, fucking hell. They're still arguably tripping, it's, like, you know, chaotic, and then there's just a million rattlesnakes... <laughs> The chief told a joke about a snake. Yeah. They wind them getting bit by snakes. And then he also, he yeah. takes his snake, the, the, you know, he's like, he's talking to them, he's like petting the snake, and he puts it outside the, like, room they're in, and says, like, old man, go be a snake now.
3: And he tells his, um, his, his grandson, grandson, go, go be, be a man. man now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was like, this is, it's weird, dude. I fucking loved it. Yeah, that's a really cool sequence. The only thing in between that and the American Maniacs thing was where we're, we're introduced to Wayne Gale.
2: You know, they do the American Maniacs, stuff yeah. like that. And they also show how popular Mallory and Mickey got.
0: Yeah, American Maniacs and interviews people on in the street, yeah. too. And...
2: When did they have time to pose for all those cover photos if they're on the run from the law?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. They were on, like,
3: Newsday, people, yeah. They They did yeah. the whole run.
2: Yeah, they, it's like they have all these, like, photo shoots where it's like, <laughs> when did you do that?
0: Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. They go, to, I mentioned this earlier, the, um motel scene they go to a motel and uh they start getting romantic and they're gonna have sex they start having sex and Mickey is staring at the reveal of they have some girl tied up yeah in the room and uh mallory gets mad Got
2: pants on
0: yeah mallory gets mad and is like why are you looking at her you know she's like I'm, I'm going you know i'm going out and she takes the car and drives and has to go get gas and that's when balthazar getty shows up
1: <laughs> um
0: she's like oh can i go look at that car you have in the garage He's like yeah i don't care <laughs> And uh, then she, she, you know, like femme fatales it.
3: Uh, yeah, he looked like he was going to get laid and then he recognizes that she's Mallory Knox and yeah. then that was his downfall. Yeah. yeah, he's like...
2: Well, also, I don't think she's very good at being intimate with people. Yeah, which, no. no. No, she's no. a damaged Give person. It, I mean, yeah. yeah.
0: They keep cutting the hilarious shots of Rodney Dangerfield with his, with, his eyes. With his bugged-down <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield yeah. eyes with fire behind him where he just looks like yeah. the crazy devil and I'm like, I love this <laughs> so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um she kills uh balthazar getty and then when she's walking away she's like that was the worst head i ever got yeah that's a next time one. don't be so eager
2: <laughs> so what was also weird is that like she shoots him and you don't really see blood and that happens a couple no, of yeah. times with this where like there's sort of a delayed reaction and it's almost like they're not registering when they kill people yeah the violence that they're doing yeah i mean i'm pretty sure it was intentional and it's just kind of like an interesting
0: yeah, may, I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe you know. There are some really good, well-timed blood, like, packets and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, people getting shot in slow motion and, like, you know. I love the shot when they shoot Wayne Gale through the hand and then yeah. it goes, like... Uh, that's got to be Tarantino because they do the same thing in um, From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, you're right. They He's, do, like, do looking that. through his hand, <laughs> uh, which is, I mean, like, that's a big, you know, it's a big grindhouse-like thing, the shot through a bullet hole. Uh, Sam Raimi does it in The Quick and the Dead. Oh, wow, yeah. I it's like seen through somebody's one. head. Or maybe it's their heart. It's just something, but I was like, I love that shot. It's such a good <laughs> shot. And that's when we we uh, were introduced to Tom Sizemore as Jack Scagnetti, the super cop, yeah. piece of shit super cop. Mickey and Mallory are driving and taking mushrooms. And they're playing uh, Nine Inch Nails, and I was like, taking mushrooms in the desert, listening to Nine Inch Nails, I'd have a real good time. <laughs> Mickey's talking about, <laughs> he says, <laughs> I mean, it's it's fine because it was made in the '90s, but I love in movies when they specifically state what like year or decade it is. He's like, this is the '90s, 19- and he's like, and then he's like, in this decade, the 1990s, a man needs options. And she's like, what the fuck do you mean options? You want to fuck other people now? You want different kinds of you know uh, uh, victims? And he's like, I don't know, man. (laughs) Like, because he's tripping on mushrooms. It's the worst time to have a serious conversation, guy.
2: They don't actually seem to be, like, a good fit for each other except for when, like, the outside world interferes. And And then they end up banding together. But then once whatever threat is neutralized they don't really have a good time with each other
0: yeah when i mean whenever they're not directly or indirectly dealing with murdering people yeah they don't relate to each other no well you gotta have something in common after this is the the i guess it's a sweat lodge right like yeah where, yeah yeah it's the sweat lodge with the native american guy who they're still tripping he is you know perf- he's you know Burning stuff, not memorabilia, but keepsakes of his like uh, mm-hmm. son who died yeah. in this fire in the center of the sweat lodge, and both Mickey and Mallory like pass out because they're exhausted. Yeah.
2: Well, also when he sees them, there's like that projection. The projections, on yeah. Yeah, where it's like demon and uh, too much
0: TV. Too much. TV, too much TV, yeah. which is like that's the yeah. that should be the fucking you know yeah. box cover for this movie. Great. That's the thing, is this movie constantly, and not in a bad way, but, like, constantly... Re- this is screenwriting, like, 101. Is like, reinforcing your point. You know, re- reinforcing what you're doing. And, like, this movie constantly reminds you what... Television. What it's about, yeah. yeah. Well,
2: that's, that's what a motif is. You and I have definitely gone to see movies where we're like, I don't know why we did this.
0: Like, yeah, I don't, why this happened.
2: Yeah, I don't know what the movie was trying to say. I don't know, you know, and that's that's a failure because you're not telling a reasonable story. You do You kind of need a thesis statement and then to like reassert it, Yeah. To give it
0: weight. Yeah,
3: I mean... Yeah. It's everywhere. Like, uh, Mickey's watching Scarface at one point. Yeah. He's watching... And it's like the chainsaw scene, so it's like he's watching violent The most
0: violent, you know, moment from a violent movie.
3: And then Wayne Gale, he has a TV show. Everything's being broadcasted live. Yeah. And there's, like, stock footage of people running
0: to their televisions and saying, hey, look at this. That's one of my favorite things is... uh, third act in the prison when um, Wayne Gale's interviewing Mickey, they reverse the thing that we've been seeing the whole time, which is, like, Mickey watching TV and it's old-timey TV, like, on it. Yeah. And it's footage of, like, yeah, stock footage of a family gathered around a TV with Mickey on it. Yeah. I was like, I love that, man. That's fucking really great. It's like, you know, it's that through-the-looking-glass, like, feeling moment. I um, wonder
3: what the reaction would be if this film came out today. Yeah? It, I don't think it would get made.
2: I think it was very controversial to begin with there were like one or two lawsuits that involved it and there was a bunch of other murders and stuff that were connected to it yeah like in in terms of like yeah people emulating what they see and stuff which is funny because like yeah and that's the statement that it's making against all that and yet it's being implicated but things have gotten worse or more highly publicized because it's not like we haven't had mass shootings before yeah but maybe they're happening more frequently they're definitely getting covered a lot more especially because you know we have so much more like news available yeah
0: 24-hour news cycle didn't exist in 1994 really it was beginning I think arguably either the Menendez's or. uh, Waco
3: and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Waco and um, OJ. Those were like the beginning of the 24-hour news cycle. They just like. It was because I remember the OJ and uh, the Menendez brothers' trials were on Court TV. Court TV's ratings were incredible. And then every other channel was like, let's fuck. Get a camera in there. Yeah, let's just do that.
3: I remember coming home from school when I was a kid and just putting on the OJ trial and just like, this is what you watched, like coverage of this. Yeah, I would
0: come home from school. My mom would be watching it. If she yeah. wasn't at work, she'd be watching it to the point where I was like, oh, fuck. Why is this still... He did it. Like, I was like, come on.
2: Well, no. If he did it. He did it.
3: <laughs>
0: he did. I don't. Know, that's my
2: book. He did yeah. it. Yeah. Well... Yeah,
3: Kato kalin worst house guest ever
0: <laughs> oh that motherfucker and Judge Ito did man. you see the Piece Made, made in shit. America uh, no OJ I didn't Mayer. watch it yet I, I did unbelievable I, did. I heard it's like incredible it yeah is. everybody really that good. saw it told me it's incredible and it's I, very I good I, that was the
3: best something. thing that came out it was like two years ago it was mm-hmm. better than any dramatic film it was phenomenal
0: yeah, yeah. what yeah, was yeah. the other one People versus OJ right the TV yeah. series, yeah, I, I still yeah, the, haven't seen the
2: that. Doesn't Travolta?
3: Oh no, the other. Okay,
2: yeah, um,
0: and David Schwimmer, right? I think is it. Yeah, yeah, I, don't I can't remember. Think I yeah, saw that. Um, I actually heard they're both really good, but that the Made in America one is uh, incredible.
2: But that wasn't this movie.
0: No, no, <laughs> um, it's it's yeah. re- it's tangentially relevant.
2: Yeah, um, we did mention the joke, which uh, the the joke about the snake an old woman finds a snake frozen in the ground and she or on the ground and she brings it back inside and like warms it up and nurses it back to health and then one day the snake bites her on the cheek and she goes, you know, I'm dying, why would you do that? And he goes, Look, bitch, you knew I was a snake
3: That's the same thing like him taking in Mickey and Mallory. Yeah. yeah. It's like they're snakes and they end up killing him. Yeah. yeah. I mean...
2: And and it's reinforcing the whole thing that, you know, Mickey says more specifically where he's saying that it was in his nature to be a killer and it's in everything's nature to be a killer that that's the natural order of things and of course uh wayne's like well no you have to learn that behavior but like there's not really even a back and forth like mickey doesn't even argue that or anything like that he just has his own perspective yeah on he doesn't, this, doesn't even that, humor that yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, he's
0: like no he's like he's like from your perspective you're a man what did he tell, what did he tell Gale, Wayne? He's he like, says, uh, yeah, his, from my I've perspective. evolved yeah. from
1: you.
2: Yeah, he says, I've evolved from your perspective, you're a man. From my perspective, you're an ape a- or not be. even an ape. Yeah, an
1: yeah. ape or not even an ape. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, that's fucking
0: crazy.
2: Yeah. He talks about kind of like the purity in killing. Yeah,
0: and it, yeah. it's that like the purity in just like following his impulses and yeah. you know, not being weighed down by morality. Right. Because, yeah, he talks about, it. he's like, murder is pure. You're the one that made it impure. You know, like that kind of yeah. thing.
3: Yeah. He's a philosophical fellow, that Mickey.
0: It's amazing how many uh, people that spend a lot of time locked in a room alone in jail become really philosophical. <laughs> a lot of those guys seem to have it all figured out. They don't give a little you, late, but you know
2: they don't give you a lot to gaze at besides your navel. Yeah,
0: it's true. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff in the in the sweat lodge. Like the sweat lodge scene is like so. It,
2: it's dense. Yeah, it is. A lot happening.
0: but it's got really good humor it's got crazy shit like crazy and
2: that's it's not even like they're being given anything or anything like that it's just them coming down from the goddamn mushrooms yeah and it's still a little
1: out there
2: i think a lot of that was just yeah having the trappings and then also that they're naturally very crazy
0: so there's a thing that it starts in that scene i believe um and i originally attributed it to the mushrooms mickey's face oh. like distorts yeah
2: like uh yeah right corpse. Yeah. yeah and it looks
0: very it like, um, like a fear and loathing fear and type. loathing that's yeah. exactly what i thought of yeah. and um
2: that may have been intentional was that later
0: fear and loathing i want to say is 96 but i'm not 100 sure
3: it's on
1: definitely
0: later than 94 i think it's 98
3: yeah,
0: yeah.
2: it is 98
0: good call good
3: job Frank.
2: it screws with me because like the novel that fear and loathing is based off oh, yeah. on uh, or i don't even know if i can call it a novel
0: it's, it's a like novelette a, yeah well it's like 180 pages well I'm not
2: even talking about like length but like <laughs> it's kind of true it's just it's yes. kind of <sighs> it's a novelization of true events yeah Hunter S. Thompson was weird but so like yeah. that was like what 70s or the 80s or something like that like in uh, been... the 70s yeah. yeah Fear
0: and Loathing I believe was the 70s like, yeah. mid, early to mid 70s
2: okay it could have been a movie at any point after that <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah no but yeah it wasn't until the 90s okay but I really like in the in the uh the sweat lodge scene is <laughs>
2: Do you think maybe Fear and Loathing took it from natural born killers?
0: <laughs> I think both Fear and Loathing and Natural Born Killers took it from having done mushrooms.
2: Okay. I feel but, like it so, should have been meltier, not warpier. Whatever. No,
0: no. I don't get melting shit really when I when I get visuals with hallucinogens. Uh, I don't really get I get trails a lot, but mostly I get things sort of seem like they're wiggling but not melting.
2: Uh no, I, shrooms gets kinda of dolly esque. Oh yeah. Yeah
0: yeah like um, Brian former former and future guest Brian, and <laughs> I uh, took uh, took acid and went to see Speed Racer when that was in theaters. and we took a bus from the terminal near my mom's house and uh, came down to actually the theater near me. And uh, while we we're on the bus, it was like a, a day that was like constantly just about to rain and like spitting. so like we got on the bus and it was so humid outside and so cool inside that like everything was covered in condensation. So, like, as we're driving, like, lights, you know, from, like, traffic lights and cars with their headlights on and stuff would go by. But you couldn't make, like, I couldn't make anything out through all the layers of condensation. So I was just basically watching these, like, little lights, like, shoot down the, like, walls of the bus, like, all the way from the front. I was like, this is cool. And then I looked in front of me and, like, we were sitting by the back set of doors where they have that corrugated metal. Yeah. It has a little pattern on it. And, like, the metal was just fucking was just (laughs) dancing, dude. It was grooving. And then three uh, little uh, black kids on the back of the bus started chanting USA, USA. And I grabbed Beerman's leg so hard. And I was like, Beerman, we found the American dream. It's on this bus. And he's like, holy shit, you're right. And then we got off. I was like... What, what did that mean? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> and then we just stood on the corner across from the movie theater for about four stoplight changes, just like breathing and decompressing from going from a bus to outside. <laughs> Drugs are fun. Yeah, um, I mean,
3: it's, just, it's crazy how poignant things yeah. seem when
0: you're, when you're under that spell, of the hallucinogens. <laughs> In Speed Racer, uh, there's a scene just before the climactic race where Speed is like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to join in this race. What's his... Trixie is telling him, like, don't do it. Don't do it, Speed. Like, you'll die. You know, and he's like, I have to do it. Save my family for whatever reason. I forget what the stakes are in that movie, but... So they're having this conversation in the Mach 5, perched on, like, a cliffside in, like, a thunderstorm, and uh, there's bushes by them, and, you know, when we watched this movie, we left, and Beren's like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I like, yeah, I like, you see in that scene, you know, when they're having this conversation up on the cliff... I was like you know when Trixie's telling him like not to race. I was like the bushes they had like roses that were like in them and you know and they like bloomed. and You could see it in the flashes of like you know lightning and stuff from the storm. I was like and I was like I think that's like supposed to symbolize like, her love for him. And he's like oh that's cool. I didn't notice that. Cut and to like three years later. A friend of ours rented it and we're watching it in the basement. It gets to that scene that does not happen. <laughs> I called I called I was like guess what? Remember that rose thing that I thought? And he's like yeah that was cool. I was like that didn't happen. I think I imagined it. I'm sure, the Wachowskis would love to hear that. Yeah, the Wachowskis are like, we missed that opportunity. We should have done Damn that Damn it! <laughs> Drugs are fun. It's
2: one of those things where I'm surprised they fucking didn't. Mm-hmm. Because they, that... they love
0: that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's the kind of shit. Like, I, I'm surprised. Yeah, honestly, you're right. I'm surprised they didn't nail that. Missed opportunity. Call me Wachowskis.
1: Yeah. Uh, I do
0: like in the Sweat Lodge. I like um, when the Native American guy picks up his his snake to tell the story, the, the joke. I <laughs> like Mickey's like. Is that a friendly snake? <laughs> Which it's just delivered so well. Like Woody Harrelson is great in this. Yeah, yeah. he's really good. I mean, they both are. I think, you know, yeah. he and Juliet Lewis are both great. Julia Lewis would do similar roles to this a couple of times, but like, she's so good in this. And yeah, he's amazing. They're both like. Yeah. She throws a good punch. Yeah, she looks good Appar- in the action scenes. Yeah. Like, there's apparently, like more choreography than apparently I Apparently,
2: she took kickboxing.
0: No, yeah. in, for, this...
2: Uh, in, for this role because uh, Oliver Stone wanted her beefed up and she didn't want to be and so then they kind of like compromised on that and she figured like that was something that would make her fight scenes realistic yeah it, it's it works that yeah. she's
3: like a really like small scrawny girl yeah yeah Cause she's just this like little scrapper who yeah. could legit, like I love when, um, they're bringing Scagnetti to her cell and
0: like the guards who are armed with shotguns are like horrified of her and they're like,
3: she'll kill you.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. The fight scene in the diner in the very beginning with the creepy cowboy that's like coming on or there's a couple like far away shots where you see her really like, she throws a punch, she yeah. takes a punch, she knees him in the gut, you know, and you're like, yeah, it looks good. Like it's, yeah. you know. Um, I know,
2: she went all roadhouse on his ass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love and like she frequently plays like the wild card, but I love when in the I love Mallory like T V world yeah Mickey's, you know, gonna go and kill her father and she like just leaps on you know on his back and it's like attacking, you know, her father. <laughs> so good. She's she's great. Yeah. This and, and from Dust till Dawn, she's so good and mm-hmm. she's great. It's just crazy that a few years later she's playing basically
3: a child in Dusk till yeah, Dawn. Dust yeah, Dust till Dawn, yeah. Yeah. She's supposed to be like a high school kid. Yeah, supposed that, to be like right? a teenager, yeah. yeah. My favorite thing.
0: She's
2: probably supposed to be young in this too. She's still living with her parents and
1: stuff. So she's probably
3: like in her late teens or something like that. She's old enough to get prosecuted
0: for (laughs) mass murder, I guess. That's right. Yeah, she's she has to be legally an adult by the time they get caught. Uh, So yeah, they Mickey wakes up from having a nightmare about basically his origin story of like, well, his dad was abusive, like physically abusive.
2: I think so. He was very unclear But his about mother him.
0: also was at least verbally abusive to him. Yeah, she goes, yeah. she calls him like
3: I, like, I hate you, you little asshole. Little asshole, screaming yeah. Screaming at him. There's um. a scene where he's like, the father asks the mother, he's like, who are you out there fucking? And she's like, your father. Oh, yeah. So like, you know that there was some fucked up shit going on in Mickey's
1: yeah, life.
0: Yeah, I, I forgot about that, yeah. Oh,
2: Maybe his dad's not his dad. Maybe his dad's brother. But well, you Specifics. get enough to know, like yeah. it's just a broad strokes. It's yeah. fucked up. Yeah,
3: and he actually, when Wayne Gale's asking him about what happened to his father, he's flashing back to his dad killing himself in a field, and he gets pissed off and throws something at Wayne. Yeah,
0: he said I didn't
2: well, kill
3: my fucking father.
0: Yeah, he's yeah.
2: like I didn't kill him. Although, also, like, can we believe that? Exactly.
0: Yeah. Like he's an
3: unreliable narrator. Yeah, yeah, because
0: like. yeah, Wayne Gale's like, you know, after your father died, there were a lot of accusations. Do you care to comment on that? He's like, I didn't kill my fucking father. Yeah, that's great. That whole sequence was great. It shows a
3: vulnerability yeah. in Mickey that you don't see because he's so in that heartless he, and naturally. So he said because
2: he and um, and also he's at least for part of the time very obsessed with Mallory. Yes, so yeah. is is you know willing to do yeah. anything.
0: I think that honestly, I think that's their arc is like yeah. what you said before about they're not compatible as people outside right. of chaos yeah. and murder, but. Then they get arrested um, at the drug zone, and then they spend a year incarcerated. And he writes her that letter where he says, "Like all I've been thinking about is you." Yeah. And then after they get, they you know after they get back together and escape from the prison during the riot, apparently they settle down and have children. They have Whoa. children in that yeah. RV.
2: Who who knows if that's real? No, though, I know. Exactly. Also, she's wearing, who knows? Yeah, if anything, she's wearing a similar wig to what her mother had in the "I Love Mallory" yeah thing. Is this something imagined? Yeah, Is could, this something real? It doesn't
0: happen like during the yeah. body of the film. It happens under the closing credits. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe that's they disappear into America, you know, into Americana, and just become like, you know, yeah. little traveling family. Maybe with their bunch of kids, and maybe no more murder.
2: But I mean, they became also, the
0: Partridge Family. Oh my but I mean, God. also,
2: do you do you do you think honestly that they'd be able to? do that though because i don't pretty... how are they
0: sustaining themselves well, cause,
2: they cause, would have to
3: kill and steal
2: well yeah the logistics of it but then also just how their relationship is i don't think that it would end up like that i think it's kind of like at least one um like op-ed piece about why uh leia and han wouldn't make it after <laughs> the, after star wars because like they're very much attracted to each other in this exceptional moment of the resistance fighting yeah it's the, and speed,
0: that... uh, it's the speed argument that, uh yeah. Relationships begun under times of extreme stress never work. I
2: think that's kind <laughs> of their whole thing, is if they're not killing people. But I
0: think they, they imply that Mickey, you know, love kills the demon. Yeah, love oh, kills the demon. He, that like Mickey, you know. So he
2: did. He did say that, and he did believe it. And they did say that he was that uh, Wayne was going to be the last one. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I guess it depends on how positively or negatively you think. Yeah, that. it depends on yeah. if
0: you think people are worse than you think love is good. Well, right. Or when, or
2: if you believe in actual growth. Right. especially with people that are very stunted like the two of them.
3: Yeah. When Mickey's, he tries to like explain why he's killing Wayne and he puts his hand on his shoulder and he's like, I don't even know if that makes any
0: sense. He's like, don't you see that like by killing you and you're the media and what you represent, oh, he's like, yeah. we're
2: we're making a statement. Making I don't statement. really know what yeah. that statement yeah. is. Then he gets right up. Yeah.
0: yeah he gets right up next to me. he's like, I mean, I don't really know what that statement is, which I kind of thought was like a meta. Yeah. Like, this, you know, like what is this movie trying? If to say? that was Tarantino, yeah. like, you know, or whichever screenwriter, like, Putting that in and being like, you know, there's a meta moment of like, we're making a statement. I'm not 100% sure what it is, but it's (laughs) definitely a statement. When they're taking uh, Mushrooms in the Desert, his face like starts to distort. Yeah. It distorts again in the interview with Wayne Gale. And then at the end when they shoot Wayne, Wayne's face distorts.
2: Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, when he's falling back that? in
0: slow motion, he, when he falls past the kind tree, of his yeah, face... he like has like turns and it like holds. yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. His face weird. distorts. Where like to me, that. I was like, it's almost like the movie Fallen. Like they're almost like you're the demon now. Like what is the real oh. evil in America?
2: Yeah, maybe it's the transference of that because he's the last one and yeah, good. oh weird.
0: Because love kills the demon, Maybe. and Wayne's the demon. Yeah, Aww. it's it's real cool, and I, I never noticed that before. It's the first time yeah. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, Aww. I lo- I really I really thought that was cool. So the drug zone uh, thing. Yeah, when so they leave they, the they, sweat lodge, yeah. they walk outside to all the snakes in the world.
1: Oh, my God. And
0: they just start getting... I mean, it's not a lot of bites, but... um... It's where
2: St. Patrick sent all of them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: That's a dumb reference. We're going to cut that out. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: Reference to the Simpsons whacking day. More people will get it.
2: You might be right.
0: (laughs) It doesn't matter. Cutting this out. Um, Oh, that's... We have a... Frank, we have an in-podcast drinking game uh, for all our listeners. Whenever I say I'm cutting that out, and if you're listening to it at home and you hear me say that, that means I didn't cut it out which so, means you have to drink. Yeah, yep. it means drink. Um and anytime Allison says I've done a little research because she's usually the more thoroughly researched pair.
3: I would definitely say she is, yeah. Yeah,
0: so uh she'll be like I've done a little research and that's our other audience drinks. So, Mallory gets bitten by a snake, Mickey had stolen a gas can
2: cuz their, their car had run, run out of out gas before and that's all That's why they are in the sweat lodge and yeah. didn't really mention that.
0: Uh yeah, he's carrying that. He sees all the snakes so he like grabs some th- a stick off the ground and like takes his shirt off. Soaks it in gas and lights it in a fire, and he's using like the torch to like you know drive the snakes away. Yeah, he picks her up on his shoulder. It's like it's really yeah, it's cool. Like yeah. it's a cool hero moment for like Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson looks awesome in the whole movie. He kind of looks like I would say equally sexy but less crazy Buffalo Bill. Uh, after he takes his hair out of the ponytail, he's got See, the same. It's like, I, going like he kind of looks like riffraff too. He kind of does have a look. riffraff. So, but yeah. so with the
2: little circular glasses, I thought he looked like Action John Lennon.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a look. That, he basically like looks like you know blonde Steven Seagal with those yeah. little glasses.
2: No splits though. Wait, he no. doesn't do splits. Seagal, uh, Seagal Steven Seagal doesn't do splits. Yeah. No, it's Van Damme. He just I talks like this a lot. Yeah,
0: and is a Buddhist in a lot of roles for no reason. Huh. You better talk to the captain. Did a a
2: little little research. I saw something mentioned in the IMDb and then checked to see if this was actually a thing because I was. So, okay. So he's got those little red glasses. Yeah, little
0: John Lennon glasses.
2: Allegedly.
0: Allegedly.
2: Those are supposed to be reminiscent of chicken glasses. Chicken glasses? Chicken glasses. What they apparently, and I, uh, check this out, this is real, you can, there's a Wikipedia entry on it and all that. Chicken glasses are what they used to put on chickens to try to get them to not peck at each other. Oh. It was an alternative to the beak snipping.
0: It's like, like blinders on a horse kind of thing?
2: Yeah, well, so it's not to actually, like, blind them. It's that if they see red on another chicken, they will peck at it until the other chicken is dead. Like, they'll just all (sighs) gang up and start, like pecking at this partially injured chicken until it's just, you know. But if they have on, like, rose-tinted glasses... Everything's red. Yeah, then they don't notice blood on other chickens, and so it doesn't really hinder their vision. Like, they can still find their food and stuff, but... Oh,
0: that's wild. Yes.
2: Yes, it is. And, yeah, there were a bunch of companies that made varying... Chicken Styles glasses. of chicken glasses, and apparently that's kind of what his are supposed to be because they are smaller than like regular ones, and yeah. they have that red lens. Yeah. And
0: he's covered in blood when he's wearing them. In those, yeah, yeah and then
2: his flashes. And he, and stuff. And
0: early on the movie, he's wearing all white in the diner and yeah. everything, and like, yeah. yeah, so the blood like shows. And
2: also, a lot of chickens are generally like,
0: yeah, white. Yeah, like it's your, a it's a it's yeah. a common color for you yeah, know, you're, a you're, popular you're, color for chickens. I don't know, it's whatever. a good look for fall. But, but for yeah. Chickens. so
2: apparently that's what that was that's and, wild yeah and I guess it's maybe supposed to be like society trying to keep <laughs> him from murdering or something yeah. like I don't I don't know
0: that's interesting right That's very weird so, that's, yeah. that's really cool so
2: I did a little research Jesus. enjoy you guys
0: yeah wow wow okay
2: I know mind blown right yeah. yeah
0: that's really crazy and very cool
2: yeah also can you believe that that's a thing that we did
0: that's also very cool yeah <laughs>
2: I mean, it's a little fucked. Well, let's let's not discuss the problems of factory farming. Yeah, no, that's a that, whole... That gets to be a bummer very quickly.
0: Uh, but yeah, so in the field of all the uh, rattlesnakes, they both end up getting bitten. So they're driving... It's a great montage of like them just fucked up. He's sucking the poison out of her leg while he's driving the, convert- yeah. <laughs> the convertible.
2: Yo, she's got her legs all over him yeah. whenever they're in the convertible. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they're great. Uh, it's probably... Tarantino stuff, maybe. He, I don't know.
0: Maybe that was in the script. He's like, "Yeah, her feet." Or you know, yeah,
2: you, yeah dude loves feet. Yeah. It's not a
0: secret. I'm I'm not kink shaming. No, you're fine. You're no. fine, QT. It's fine.
2: What's the thing? Is it's one of those things where like I don't, you know, what? Oh, I feel like kind of a dick for like pointing out when that happens in his movies, but it but does happen. on Yeah,
3: these... Quentin Tarantino. And then Fito. also, <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. I'm
2: gonna Taran take a stand right now. Fetishes are as creepy or weird as people. I don't are think to they themselves.
0: are at all. No. There
2: are a lot worse there's things a, yeah. out there to be into. If, if
0: people that are like, oh, a foot fetish, that's gross. Like you might not like feet and that's fine. But like to be like, oh, a foot fetish, that's gross. It's like, well, you don't probably then know many fetishes, because there are way grosser fetishes, whether yeah. you're into it or not, just from a purely clinical point of view, there's ones that are way grosser than feet. I saw a video
3: yesterday of a guy, there's, like, public urinals, and he's going in and, like, drinking pee out of them. <laughs> like, to yeah. me, that's fucking disgusting. That's more gross, it. yeah. Yeah, stranger's gross. urine. Yeah, it's like, come and on. And it's just been sitting there. Yeah. It's uh, not,
2: this took a turn. I'm just saying. Exactly,
3: so it's like <laughs> if you want to, like, suck on someone's toes, it's, I don't think it's yeah. a bad thing. Also, yeah, no.
2: a lot of it involves foot rubs, which I don't think anybody dislikes. Well, that's so, the thing, is, there's great. a lot of... Maybe, div- maybe if you're ticklish, but, yeah. like, seriously, like... Haven't dated any foot fetishists, but probably would. Yeah. Wouldn't have a problem That's with that.
3: Tarantino. He yeah. talks about the foot massage at the beginning of uh, yeah. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. You don't yeah. rub another
2: man's wife's feet or whatever, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which...
2: Uh, and then, feet
0: are sacred to him. Yeah, yeah and fucking... And uh, to Jules. Uh, but in fucking From Dusk Till Dawn, yeah. Julia Lewis turns to him, his character Richie, and she's like, hey, Richie. Would you eat my pussy for me? And, like, the shot right before that is, like, panning up from her feet up her legs. Yeah. Like, well, also the. the I mean, the... there's a ton of foot shots. Yeah, involved, but Selma that's a Hayek
1: thing. Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: Into his in, Yeah, yeah. it goes off of her feet. Yeah, like, but that, like, it's such. Yeah, both of those things. Both things in and that movie are so highly that... sexualized that yeah. begin and or end with feet that, like, yeah.
2: That was pretty hot, the tequila thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Selma Hayek is ah. just, like, you can,
0: unbelievable. You could probably yeah.
2: convert some people doing that. Yeah,
0: to quote a
3: friend, uh, uh, I, would I would drink, drink her an entire water. bottle of tequila off of, like, I oh, know, yeah. feet. I don't care. Like, yeah, Selma
0: uh, Hayek's feet. Even Snake uh, Demon Selma Hayek, I was like, still kind of hot. Still pretty good looking. Would, still still would. Would. Yeah. would. Yeah, no, to, to quote a friend of mine, I would drink her bath water. Ugh. She's too good looking. Even she's also if, not in this movie. No, she's also not in this movie. <laughs> None of these people are in
3: this movie. No, no. Those, yeah. um, I love uh, Crazy Joe Devola. Yeah, is, as, as a, a cop, as an angry cop outside of the courthouse. Uh, yeah, at their trial. He's and like, you
0: scumbag! Well, yeah, you he's pointed him sh- out, like, that's Crazy Joe DiVola from Seinfeld. And I was like, oh yeah, um, I wrote down his name because he's uh, Peter Crombie. Peter Crombie, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's Crazy Joe DiVola? Uh, you pointed that out. And then he grabs Mickey, he's like,
1: you yeah, <laughs> scumbag!
0: Yeah, he's like shaking
3: him. And... There's also um, the waitress from the beginning, uh, the one that Mallory calls Mabel. So uh she was on Seinfeld as well. Oh yeah? She was the she was a waitress on Seinfeld <laughs> in the town where the bubble boy was. <laughs> oh shit, really? All right. She's played a waitress in like four different every time I see her she's playing a diner waitress. Yeah. As soon as she showed up. She's I was typecasted like, as a diner waitress. Yeah.
2: So they go to Drug Zone. I love looks- the
0: Drug Zone logo. It looks like a great video game oh from like Oh my Nintendo. god, it's just like, it's like a neon prison. Yeah. It's and like it's, neon prison. it's got very prominent
2: green. snakes on the caduceus.
0: That's true, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. Yep. Yeah, snakes really are like um, for this whole fucking movie.
2: Real fucking green inside. It's super green the whole Which, thing. I mean, like they they the use... logo
0: outside is like pixelated. Yeah. It kind like of reminds me. Looks like a Toy Mega Story, Man logo. Where
3: like the, that place they go in Toy Story where they have all the little aliens. Oh yeah. Pizza Planet. Pizza Planet. Yeah. yeah.
0: Good poll. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Pizza Planet truck is in like Toy- every Pixar movie. Toy Story was tits. really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Toy, Toy, Story Toy Story was, was good. <laughs> so yeah, Drug Zone. I love the logo. I thought it looked like a Mega Man logo. I would, play, I would play Nintendo's Drug Zone.
2: It's so weird inside. They yeah. have weird uh, signage. Yeah. Like, I thought... The end
0: of every aisle has, like, a big lit-up skeleton.
2: That, but also, like, so I saw, like, the sold-out anti-venom snake bite juice or whatever. Yeah. Like, they would have that in the aisles. And, like, a pharmacy even has that. I'm pretty sure you can only get that shit in hospitals.
0: It's definitely a commentary I on... I th-
2: thought I saw a sign that said sexual tension. Yeah. In one of the aisles? One of the
0: aisle, like, the those, those signs that hang up over the aisles that tell you what's in the aisles. Yeah. And then, oh, and then okay. when
2: he's crouched behind uh, while she's getting, you know, when he's, like, shooting out with the cops. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah. and Mallory's getting arrested and stuff like that. So, some of the signs uh, said... By the
0: checkout counters. Yeah.
2: Said uh, darkness and patricide.
0: Really? Yeah. Interesting. So,
2: getting back to, like, he said he didn't kill his father, but
3: he's, yeah
2: right by a thing they killed mallory's father
3: he killed his that's true
2: yeah so maybe it's that but he was the one like near it so yeah
0: yeah Yeah. i don't know maybe this whole movie is about you know it's like lost where like they were all in purgatory the whole time and this whole thing is about mickey like resolving his issues everything that's holding him back from truly evolving and that's why he has evolved at the end and why he gets to walk away alive and you know live his uh Perfect life with his, uh, uh, you know, perfect woman. Although, Maybe. if this
2: is all internally in his head, then <coughs> she might not even be real.
0: Oh, yeah. No, this is uh, every college film student could be like, it's all a dying dream <laughs> from like <laughs> moment one of this fucking movie.
2: It's probably just all his mushroom trip.
0: Yeah. Like the whole thing was a mushroom trip.
3: Mickey's still sleeping in the sweat lodge. Yeah. Tripping his ass off. Yeah, he
0: never woke up. <laughs> he got bit by the snake and died. Well, we solved it. Podcast <laughs> over. <laughs> I hate college uh, film students. Yeah. Everything is somebody's dying dream or like... It's the, it's the fight club ending. They're like, well, he wasn't real, you know. There's a bunch of signs that he wasn't real. It's like... And there's a bunch of signs that he was. It's like, well, those don't matter. <laughs> My argument is valid. All right. No, it's not.
2: It's only valid if you can defend it. Yeah. Which selective uh, remembering does not do that.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah. So the shootout outside Drug Zone is when Skagnetti has the scratches down each of the, uh, side of his face from yeah. killing uh, Pinky.
2: Something I wanted to point out. Mickey and Mallory are known for leaving somebody alive to tell people what happened yeah and the clerk is like i guess the only one in the store and so he like presses like their panic button and stuff so yeah. he calls the cops and mickey realizes that and he gets all pissed off and he's gonna shoot him and the clerk goes well, i'm the only clerk I'm the only cl- clerk left and he goes if i don't kill you what's there to talk about yeah and shoots him anyway and then that happens again later with Wayne, where he's like, "Well, you guys always leave somebody alive," and they're like, "Yeah, we have a camera on you, dude. Camera's yeah. gonna tell the story. We yeah. don't need you for shit."
3: <laughs> and that's pretty poignant because it's you know the camera tells the story, tell yeah. the television yeah.
2: tells yeah. the story. You so. you think you are the media, and yet the media is also beyond you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's interesting. And it's also interesting that he uh, that Mickey kills the clerk at Drug Zone because like that's their downfall. Like it's him. You know, they killed somebody that. Both of them agreed didn't deserve it, and then yeah. they they broke their own rule
1: mm-hmm. of
0: like always leaving a witness, and that's their like whole you know.
2: Oh, um, so just that like yeah, they're they're turning their back on all of. Their... It's
0: they're going to berserker mode. They're just like yeah, yeah, yeah. to mm. use like serial killer terminology, even though they're technically mass murderers, not serial mm. killers. Spree killers, spree killers. Yeah.
2: No, yeah, I guess it would just be a spree. It was just over the course of like three weeks, three or four but... weeks. Yeah. But, yeah, they were saying it was 52 people over the course of three weeks. Yeah. So that's...
3: That's like 2.5 a day
0: or 2.3 a day. Yeah. Yeah?
2: Yeah. It's like two and a half people per day. Wow. So. it's
0: rough. Um, this is uh, at the shootout of the drug zone. They have the Asian news uh, team. Oh, God. Yeah. That's hysterical. It, it really is. It's It honestly doesn't dissolve the tension of the scene the scenes remains tense despite like this... having three very funny cutaways to the asian news team um, <laughs> this whole she, movie she at one is point... just so
2: manic everybody's yeah. talking quickly there's quick cuts and stuff yeah, yeah. so like it's at a fever pitch most of the time yeah
0: the asian news anchor says mickey is very virile <laughs> and then it cuts you know cuts back when it cuts back to her it says he has a large gun, gun. <laughs> and then uh he gets tasered by the cops finally and uh, she says he has been rendered impotent. <laughs> well, I think... And every one of those made me laugh uh, every time.
2: There is a bit of uh, referencing of like male sexuality and stuff oh, yeah. in this because, like, I mean, like even
0: in the in the drug zone, he asks the clerk, he's like, Yohimbi this shit keep you hard? And he's like, I I don't, I don't know, I don't
3: know. (laughs) Uh, Skagnetti makes reference, he says, when was the last time Mickey gave you the The high high, hard one? He says,
0: after we get through with him, he won't be worth a shit. And and Mickey's note imprisoned to her, he says like, I imagine lying next to you, you know, kissing you. It's like nothing you know nothing else just just kissing you yeah. for hours and hours yeah.
3: Yeah, that type of subtext. I don't know if Tarantino's doing that. I feel
0: like that came afterwards. Yeah, I mean there were what three credited screenwriters on the screenplay?
2: Uh, Dangerfield has like one
3: as an improvisation at oh, least
2: on
0: Wikipedia. I love that. That's great.
2: Yeah, uh so it's Quentin Tarantino for story and then three people on the screenplay, David Velas, Richard Rutowski. I don't know. And uh, Oliver Stone. Oh,
0: Richie
3: okay. Rutowski. He lives
0: right on Fifth and Porter. Richie, that sounds like the character Joe DiVola played in this. Rich <laughs> yeah. Rutowski, oh, Richie oh. Rutowski, angry
2: <laughs> cop. He, he was... Uh, Richard Rutowski was in uh, The Holy Mountain.
0: Oh, wow. yeah? Yeah. Wow. Cool. He was their uh, mushrooms consultant in this. <laughs> the dealer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think
3: the uh, the cinematographer for this, he did um, Casino with Scorsese really? the next year Yeah. Mm.
1: Wow,
0: fuck. That's a high point.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's like two of my favorite movies of the 90s right there. Casino's kind of
0: like really not talked about enough.
3: No, it isn't. It gets like it gets pegged as a rehash of
0: Goodfellas, yeah. but it's a totally different story. Yeah, it's a totally different yeah. vibe.
2: So, yeah, they get uh, arrested, drug zone, Mallory's Pretty fucked up from the uh, the, cops, the poisoning.
0: Yeah, and the cops and, beat her up. Yeah, Skagetti's uh, slices her. Skagetti, yeah, cuts her tit.
2: Although she's like fighting like hell, man. Yeah, yeah. Which She's a spitfire. It's amazing because, like, yeah, a minute ago she's like crawling on the floor in the drug zone because she's so ridiculously envenomed.
0: Yeah, the same thing happened with Mickey, though. Like, he was also, like, stumbling and unable to talk. And then when he starts shooting the clerk, well, when he starts, like, breaks into the clerk's, like, booth uh, pharmaceuticals area, he starts being, like,
2: Well, he even tells her at up. one point to get mad. Yeah, he's like, get when angry. Yeah, when she's, uh...
0: Which, I don't know if that would work. Uh, it would get your heart pumping and it would pump the poison faster, right?
2: Probably, but also adrenaline can, uh, help... Magic. Well, no, I mean, like, yeah, it, it enhances your cardiovascular system. And that, stuff. like, fight-or-flight so, response. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's why with the EpiPens, epinephrine is basically adrenaline, yeah. and it's, it's to keep you, like, you know, breathing and, and going when your body's trying to shut down. Yeah, I mean, either way, you know, like, probably not great for you in the long term, but in the short term, like, yeah, that can help keep you from just collapsing yeah but yeah i think it got
0: yeah and then uh, we get a one year later yeah title on the screen and we're introduced to two of my favorite three name actors tommy lee jones pruitt taylor vince uh, tommy lee jones is the warden pruitt taylor vince is one of the prison guards along with everett quinton who's the other he's guard. the smaller guy
3: yeah i like uh tommy lee jones is a uh, that like nose like the yeah. guys are fighting like he puts, like, a oh, yeah. clamp it's, it's on his looks, nose. It's forceps,
0: I yeah, think. Yeah, it looks like, yeah. Who yeah. <laughs> locks it onto this guy He's guy's like, nose. try this on, big boy. Yeah, yeah it was, it was, it, it was Two-Face. Oh, like, yeah. I know, I know. Let's start this party with a bang.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: also in there, there is when Jack uh, gives this whole thing about his mom getting murdered. They're yeah. walking down the hallway. It's very West Wing, but on crack.
1: Yes, get
3: oh, I love all the, like the inmates trying to like come up and talk to the warden. Like, listen, man, like you got uh, yeah,
0: you got to let me out or like whatever. And he's like, get out of my way. He just keeps pushing everybody off to the side. There-
2: talking like they're auctioneers or something like that it's just very fast-paced dialogue i couldn't even follow it entirely <laughs> it's a lot it's assaulting
0: yeah it's a lot of exposition like delivered at maximum speed yeah it's real good uh basically the his pl- the plan is that jack is gonna kill mickey and mallory
2: well i thought that he was gonna have them um... like
0: lobotomized or something yeah
2: i thought that he was gonna oh, have was them move I to fixed... like a psychiatric pri- or uh, not prison but like a psychiatric hospital and, yeah, I mean, like, if you're talking about, like, lobotomies, or if you're talking about, like, extreme electroshock, that's almost like killing somebody because yeah. you're uh, I mean, doing your damnedest to make sure they're not the same
0: person. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, depends, but.
2: I yeah.
3: love how Mickey, like, he kills a yoga instructor. Like, on what planet are they going <laughs> to allow anyone to be in a cell alone with that guy? Yeah, he's like, I was doing yoga
0: with this guy for a while, but. He pissed me off. Yeah. He's he's not around anymore. It's just like breaking his neck or whatever.
2: What did did they say? They said while they were in prison, uh, they killed a psychiatrist and five guards and however many inmates.
3: A bunch of inmates, yeah.
2: Yeah, so their actual body counts higher than 52 by now.
3: Yeah. It's funny. They say 48 at one point, and then they say 52. I don't know if that was a slip.
2: They they even say 50 during the interview, um, Wade's like, oh, you killed like 50 people, and he's like, 52.
3: I was curious, like during the interview with Gail and Mickey, they show a Coca Cola commercial.
0: Yeah, I wonder I if, like that had so a, hard of it.
3: that had to cost them a ton of money to get that in there.
2: So in the IMDb, apparently they had yeah requested to use that footage from Coca Cola because
3: that was a Super and, Bowl commercial.
2: Uh, yeah, you're right. They, yeah, they agreed to it, and then were apparently super pissed when they finally saw the the film. Because, the context? Yeah, because they didn't. They didn't realize a movie called Natural
3: Born Killers would be a violent film.
0: So,
2: (laughs) Or maybe just not that violent, but also, I mean, come on.
0: (laughs) That interview, it's great. Uh, And that part specifically with the Coke commercial, because it's literally Mickey telling you the textual argument of the film, and then the film reinforcing it with subtext. Yeah. Like, it's literally him being like, you know.
2: Well, you you do get a title card, too, that it's on Super Bowl Sunday, and you get a whole thing of, like, after the Super Bowl, watch, you know, This exclusive interview with, with Wayne yeah. Gale. yeah, yeah. with uh, Mickey Knox, and yeah,
0: but yeah, it's, it's it's this is when Mickey gives his whole, you know, he, talk, he talks a little bit about like what it was like and why he killed or they yeah. killed, you know, this person, that person, the other person. Um, they mentioned it, the Native American guy specifically.
2: So I, I more or less have the questions that he's asked. Okay. Um, before we get to that though. I was also a little confused why Mallory's being held in a men's prison.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I think it's just a maximum security.
2: Yeah, but I mean, so, did a little research. We've had uh, women's prisons since the late 1800s. Yeah. Um... There were uh, instances where women were held in men's prisons, at least for part of their incarceration. Yeah. And the last major one happened in the 1970s. Okay. So this is still later than that. Yeah. And it's generally not commonly done just because abuse is much more likely... Yeah, in, absolutely. In a male prison, although we'll sure, sure. still have that in female prisons. Oh, yeah, definitely. Orange so, is the new black. Right. I just thought that was a little weird. Also, the like,
3: idea of keeping the two of them in the same
0: facility.
2: That, that actually like, is
0: weirder to me. I was like, yeah. there's no way they would keep the two of them in the same facility, right, right. even if the gender wasn't an issue. But yeah. I was like, I understand, I think they try to kind of make the argument that like it's a maximum security and it's the only one blah, 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 but I'm like, I know that's not the only maximum yeah. security prison. Like, no. you could send her to somewhere, or send him to another place, Yeah, you know?
2: And I mean, very frequently, people are held in prisons that aren't anywhere near uh, where they live. Yeah. And, it, and oh, yeah. being problematic for, like, family visitation and representation.
3: Yeah. That's why I never understand, like, in real life, like, mobsters wind up in the same prison together. Like, why would you ever want, like, have, like, Four. Oh. I mean, mobsters who th- were like in the same family yeah, kept th- in the same prison these solid buds yeah like in Goodfellas like that legit happened like they were all just like hanging out it was like yeah. a social club within the jail
2: some of that's corruption though where you yeah. like, yeah, can that's get true. transfers that can very easily happen oh yeah you know, no that definitely makes sense either bribery or threats yeah. both works yeah yeah I'm
3: going to give you a few thousand to put me in the same jail and also break your legs. And
0: also, I'll let your kid go to college (laughs) as opposed to end up in a grave. It's like, okay, I guess that's fine.
2: I think also, too, when they're talking about uh, sending them to a psychiatric hospital, it's that, like, they're being held at the prison indefinitely because any time the legal process starts, they kill somebody else and that starts everything. Yeah, else. I like that yeah. line from
1: Tommy yeah. Lee Jones you have to do it all over again. Because
2: <laughs> they just keep having more charges added because they just keep killing more people. I the wonder
3: prison. if they're doing that, like, Mickey and Mallory, like, okay, we know this, so we're just going to keep killing you people. fucking up, you know, you know, yeah.
2: Um, realistically and logistically, the DA might just decide not to process prosecute. prosecute for certain things because like plenty of times they just go after whatever charges they can stick people with it doesn't necessarily have any bearing on the actual offenses committed but just what they can prove yeah right and i feel like they might executive decision just like no we're not going to prosecute it because you already have you know 13 life sentences so what's another like two on top of that right but i i mean i'm not a lawyer
1: yeah
0: it's all speculation (laughs) and all this uh you know bending of Legal realities just serves to have them, you know, in the same maximum security yeah. prison that is overcrowded. Um, so we can have the, you know, yeah, big riots. Yeah, which um, is yeah incredible. You do
2: get a cutaway to one of their days in court where they have like a ridiculous group of people outside. Oh yeah, it's like a rock concert
0: yeah. outside yeah. of the courthouse. Yeah, that's yeah. when Joe Devol was there. <laughs> joe Di-
2: yeah, joe Where it's like Mickey, kill me, Mickey,
0: kill me, <laughs> murder me, Mickey
3: was yeah. one of them. I <laughs> love the three hippie kids they interview, and he's just like. We respect human
0: life and uh, yeah,
3: I mean, We were like, if, we if we were Mickey. mass murderers, we'd be Mickey and Mallory.
0: They, there's are after that kid who's like the middle one says that the one on the end they they do The little a guy that keep like going down to him, yeah. They do a reaction shot of him and he's just like, "Huh?" Yeah, like, and, like totally he's totally confused. He's like thinking about it. He's like, "I guess that's true." <laughs> like it's such a good reaction. It's almost shot. like when
3: Mickey says like, I made a point. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: that
2: happens there's you know a lot of glorification of like serial and spree killers yeah you're
3: desensitized to it yeah. like when i'm in the drug zone mickey's watching himself kill people on tv, on TV and he's like kind of like smirking and then he like realizes it's like i'm not watching it i'm not watching the scarface movie anymore i'm watching myself hey, yeah. and i'm still not even registering it that's true yeah, that's a good point television, whether people are watching it or whether it's being filmed, is like a huge motif in the film.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a thematic through line and it's reinforced visually almost constantly. Yeah. I think the only time that there's not television in in a scene is their wedding on the bridge.
3: Which that kind of makes sense. It's like well, it mean, feels like, the most personal. There were yeah. no cutaways during that scene. It was
0: just... No, it had it the most straight. stable camera work and yeah. stuff, too. I mean, and they're... the longest, like, shots. And, and the
3: nice shot of, like, she takes the headdress, comes off. Yeah, the, off the veil, and it, like, blows, like, blows away.
0: Yeah. They were, they're dumping stuff into the river, and, like, it's this overhead shot of, like, them looking down over it. And, like, I love that you could see the stuff still falling, because they're, like, so far up.
2: I think also when she kills the guy at the uh, service station. Yeah. There's no... But also, for bits of that, you're cutting back to
0: it's see what Mickey. Mickey's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Mickey, and the and lighting Mickey's was just... also surreal. Yeah. Don't, yeah. That
3: scene. don't quote me on this. I think there's a deleted scene that, like, shows Mickey killing that girl. The hostage, like, the oh, woman yeah. they have tied up. In the motel, yeah.
2: Apparently the director's cut added more of that, like, rape scene. And apparently okay. in an interview, uh, Woody Harrelson hadn't seen that and was like, oh, I hope he didn't add more to that one. And they're like, no, Woody, he totally
1: did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I looked on the back of the box uh, at the list of like deleted scenes, yeah, and yeah, the Ashley yeah. Judd one is on there. Yeah. And then it said Dennis Leary's deleted performance, and I was like, "What? Oh
1: yeah, oh, yeah. He's Leary has yeah. And, uh, yeah. Had, a,
2: had a monologue, and it's not in the movie. Yeah, I don't think you even see him. Yeah, I didn't. You know? I
0: didn't catch him in the movie
1: at all.
2: Yeah. So yeah, during their interview, he's basically asked about his father, and Mickey doesn't want to answer that. Yeah. He's asked why. He kills, And he kind of goes off on his whole thing of that it's, you know, in nature, you know, you have species killing other species, you have man killing other species, you have... Yeah,
0: Wayne Gale, yeah. like, breaks it down for the audience by saying, like, oh, so you're saying, like, in the wild when a lion kills a gazelle is because it was that gazelle's time to die. Yeah, well, yeah. that's the other
2: thing is that uh, he does talk a bit about, like, fate. And, yeah, which is another...
0: Fate's a big word throughout yeah. the film. Yeah, when they meet in the I Love Mallory, like, TV show mm-hmm. world... He's like, you know, you always dress like that, or did you know I was coming? And she's like, why would I dress like that for somebody I don't know? He's like, yeah. fate? it's yeah. like, yeah.
2: Although, it's mostly just Mickey talking about it.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, like, by the end of it, she is...
2: Yeah, well, it's not like anybody else... No. ...specifies that it's, like, fated. To everybody else, it's just, you know, consequence or chance. Yeah. But he sort of seems to believe that there's, like, a divine guidance for everything that happens. Right, which, I to mean... him and...
0: Which we've seen again. in the movie with the tornado and the riot yeah. like no
2: I, I mean I'm not saying that he's no no I'm, I'm just saying
0: like that that would seem to yeah. bolster his argument
2: yeah, but I mean like so that that seems to be framed very much as like his belief yeah, and yeah. Not necessarily that it's something I mean that also happens with serial killers and like people with mental problems where they may believe that there's a higher power or something that's like guiding yeah of guiding things. a guiding force or, and, yeah. and, and and i say higher power but that could be anything from like aliens to the government to god there's a lot of
3: mickey mentions god a couple times yeah So it yeah. seems like he does believe yeah in some in yeah. some kind well, he of, also yeah. refers to himself during the um when they get married to each other he says as god uh, as of god my, of my world, world. Yeah, yeah that's
0: true yeah this is yeah, there's a lot more uh in this Movie. i'm realizing during this rewatch and like discussing it like this there's a lot more to this than i picked up on previous viewings well yeah, yeah i mean
2: you're playing with big themes and then also rapid fire dialogue means that you get a lot to pack in
0: there and there's a lot you of know? visual
2: yeah and even when it seems like you are maybe wasting time talking about like your key lime pie and whatnot it still kind of has nuances yeah yeah
0: so there's that, a lot to unpack in the movie yeah. how long is what's the run time
2: Well, also, again, we saw the director's Director's cut, cut, which was longer, I believe, than the theatrical. Apparently, the director's cut runtime is two hours and two minutes. Oh, yeah. Um, Goes
0: by quick. It does. It doesn't feel like two hours. No. The third act feels like the longest act, but I think that's just because it's basically all one sequence. Yeah. It's all one location. Like, there's no, we're not jumping around, we're not doing any huge long breaks from reality, anything like that. No flashbacks, no, nothing.
3: And at that point, all the major players were introduced. Like, they do a good job of, at the beginning, it's Mickey and Mallory. Yeah. They introduce her father. And then you get Skagnetti. Yeah. Then you get Gail. Then you get Tommy Lee Jones. So it's yeah. just like they come in one by one. Yeah. In different so, sequences.
2: It looks like the, the theatrical cut, I believe, was a runtime of 119 minutes, which is an hour 59. Yeah. So it's only three more minutes yeah. of, huh. Um, huh. of runtime.
1: What
0: was the idea with sending Skagnetti to Mallory's cell?
2: I am not entirely sure. Because I honestly, I thought
0: he was going to try to kill her. I don't Because he says he's going to be like Jack Ruby.
2: I, yeah, I... I do
3: you remember that? I think, yeah, he does mention that. I think a lot of it was sexual with him. Like, I think he wanted to kill her in the same method he killed Yeah, like, I prostitute. think he was he
0: was gonna, like, yeah, fuck, strangle, and kill her. And then they were gonna send Mickey to the, to get electroshock therapy.
2: Maybe they spelled it out, but I might have missed the dialogue. Well, at know. first
0: I thought, when he's talking to Tommy Lee Jones, um, I thought they were saying that, like, yeah, we're gonna send um, Mickey to a, you know, mental facility or, and have him get shock therapy and whatever, and they... Scagnetti was basically going to drive the rest of their legal thing to, like, getting them executed. Oh, okay. So that's what I thought they were going for, because, like, he uh, mentions, like, oh, it's hard to get that, you know, in this state, Tommy Lee Jones, and he's like, yeah, we got a, it's a bunch of stuff I don't understand, but, like, we got a Zone 1, like, qualification that won't last, but it'll last long enough to get this, you know, son of a bitch. Yeah. And I was like, wait, so but then I mean they
2: might have specifically gone very jargony to be non specific. Yeah. You know? I could
0: see that. Yeah. It's yeah. just a way to write around the yeah. situation. Yeah. But that's what I wasn't sure if they were talking about electrocuting him to death or electroshock therapy. Um, but either way, yeah, I, I just wasn't sure what Skagnetti's thing yeah, was. Because well, then, yeah, then he makes well, the Jack well, Ruby thing. And I was like, oh, yeah. I guess he's going to kill and, them or kill her. But then, then he also the says... One, when, he's,
2: when he's talking to her, hard and high or whatever. Gave you the high, hard one. Yeah, and he's like, can't he won't be able to do that anymore once we basically... Get like, through with them. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seemed like. Yeah. So, um, but the way he phrased it made it seem like, yeah, that they were going to like basically give him electroshock treatment to the point where he was useless Yeah, as vegetable. a vegetable. he's rendered
3: impotent. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> when he gets tased at the drugs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the drug
0: wow, yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 fuck.
2: He gets tased and, and the Japanese um, newswoman News... is, is like... A, he has been yeah. rendered impotent. Yeah, yeah, it's from the shocks.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. So... That's really good. <laughs> I'm very impressed with that. Simultaneously with that, Wayne Gale is interviewing Mickey... Um, and yeah, which we've been talking about a little yes. bit, um, but I do like at the be- I guess at the beginning of the interview. No, it's to get Mickey to agree to the interview. Uh, Wayne Gale's like pitching him in a meeting. He's like, you know, you were one of our highest ranking episodes. You know, highest yeah. ranking episodes. And he's like, that was a good scene. Ramirez. And he's like, he's like, you are much higher than Ramirez. He's like, how That's about six, that sicko ten, Bundy? Bundy? Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, you did better than Bundy. He's like, how about Manson? And he's like, Manson beat you. And he's like, well. It's hard to beat the king. <laughs> it's hard to beat the king. I fucking like, love
1: that. So which,
3: much. which it's it's like ties into the whole theme as it's like he watches him like he's like yeah. a superstar. Like oh yeah, I'm watching this baseball player compete. Yeah, and like yeah. I'm gonna be better than
0: him. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Okay. That's
2: the glorification. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
0: Charles Manson is the Michael Jordan of famous uh, <laughs> serial killers. <laughs> even though we don't even know if he actually killed anybody. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure he did. I mean, yeah. I think he's definitely complicit in the Tate murders but the neighbors across the street i don't think he the la biancas la biancas yeah i don't yeah. think he had anything to do with i don't think he even knew
2: hunter has a lot i have a lot of theories Charles Manson. yeah yeah
0: i like i he's definitely like he's a fucking looney tune but the real reason that he you know ended up in prison it's his own doing entirely his own doing was because at heart to use like the you know shorthand terminology yeah he's yeah. a beta male Little little weird, crazy guy, had a fucked up history and all that, but he formed his little family of, you know, mostly ladies, because all he wanted to do was not have to work, because he is an unreliable person. And get blown. Uh, yeah, and get blowjobs and be high all the time with sexy broads around. And like... And really,
2: who doesn't want that? Right, I mean
0: like... Can, we, can any of us say, like, no, no, I'd much rather have a 9-to-5 and not get blown? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's true.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so, and you know. cast
2: the first stone, motherfucks.
0: Exactly. But then where he fucked up was he invited that guy Tex into that. Yeah, you know, Tex
3: Watson was a, uh, I mean, yeah. if you look at him, he was a total freak show. I don't know yeah. how
0: anyone would want to be around that. No, guy. no, it was because he, because Manson thought Tex could bring drugs and or women. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I'm in charge. Yeah. And by then he was believing his own hype, so he's like, yeah. I'm in charge, everybody's subservient to me, like, Tex listens to me, and then he sent Tex with the girls to the LaBiancas to just rob them, and Tex was like, we're gonna fucking kill them, and then they killed him, and when they came back, Manson had two choices, he could either, you know, when Tex was like, hey, we killed him, he could either be like, oh, no, that's not cool, we shouldn't kill anybody, or... He had to be like, yeah, good idea. You know, and like, he's like, well, if I say he no,
1: option B.
0: yeah, if I say no, then Tex will has kill power. Me. Yeah. yeah. And he'll either kill me or I'll be out. And either way I lose everything that I have built here and Tex will get it even worse than me losing it. Somebody else will have all yeah. of it, and I won't. Um, so he was like, well, I'll just ride this out and I'll be like, yeah, yeah that's a good idea. And then that was it. That was when he sealed his fate because he couldn't just be like, well, I'll start over in a new town, you know, David Bowie shit. New name in a new town, fucking. Start a new cult in Kansas. Yeah, right. Hey, my name is Marles Chanson. Nice to meet you. Let's uh, let's go out into the cornfield, and I'm gonna, we're going to set up a society out there, and also, how do you feel about blowjobs? Because I'm for them. You know, like, <laughs> and that was, he seals his own face, fuck.
2: Charlie Manson was not in this film.
0: No. <laughs> Another one. It kind of was, though.
2: Well, no, stock footage.
0: Yeah. We get, uh, we do get Stephen Wright as Doctor Reingold. He was hilarious. Yeah, like,
3: I don't uh, usually
0: yeah, like trust uh... what women tell me. Yeah, he says I don't usually trust what women tell oh me, God. which is like a crazy line to drop. And, probably... <laughs> and he does this
3: like little like weird thing with his eyes. He's just like uh.
2: So that was Stephen Wright because like I
0: yeah.
2: he looked familiar and I couldn't figure out where
0: K-B, uh, K-B-I-L-L-Y, Billy Super Sounds of the '70s from yeah. Reservoir Dogs. Fuck, cause
2: like yeah, like he's talking. I'm like.
0: What do I know you from? So this just... is Kate Billy's Super, super Sounds sound sound of the sound. 70s. Yeah, uh, My favorite Stephen Wright joke, uh, which I've stolen and used to people, and then I always go, it's a Stephen Wright joke, it's not my joke. He's, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm going to have two kids for Christmas, I'm going to give one a bag of broken glass, and the other <laughs> one gets a bag of bandages, and then I'm going to say you two share. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Stephen Wright.
3: Yeah, he's like the most lethargic person. He's in the, the guy on the couch the from yeah. uh, Half
0: Baked. Oh yeah, that was him. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I like him as like a psychiatrist. So did did they say that Mickey Mallory definitely killed a psychiatrist, or did they say they tried to kill a psychiatrist? They said that they
2: killed a psychiatrist, yeah, they said okay. they killed but a not psychiatrist. necessarily him.
0: Well, no, yeah, because. Um, I wasn't sure if that interview with him as Dr. Reingold was supposed to be, like, a while yeah. ago or more recent, no. but... No,
2: I mean, they, they even say that it was like, oh, you know, he did whatever and Mallory jumped him or whatever. They yeah. talk about how that happened.
0: In the interview, uh, something about, he's like, he asked Reingold about Mallory, and he's like, I don't usually believe a woman telling me. He's like, you know, well, because she said she wants to kill you. And I wasn't sure if that was an interview that oh. happened before, and he oh, was like... Oh, so maybe he was the one that they, that that could, they killed. That wow, be, yeah, yeah, I never yeah, apparently,
2: apparently she did... She was the one. Yeah, yeah, they
0: said that Mallory killed the psychiatrist. Yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't sure if it was him or... It
2: was probably Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> probably I want
0: to watch Mallory kill Frazier so bad. Dr. Fraser Crane. Signing off. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> His last words were, oh, Niles. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would like to see her kill Niles, if anything. <laughs> I fucking hate Niles yeah
2: he does like petite women
0: D- Dominating women die, yeah who can take him yeah. 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 down petite women. I did want to mention this this is the coolest shit in um Mickey's interview he was asking uh Wayne Gale was asking him about killing the Native American guy in the sweat lodge thing. Yeah, and yeah. He was like, well he was
2: asking if he had any regrets or yeah. if he didn't want to kill anybody or something like that, and then he's like, Well yeah, this one guy.
0: But he was a- asking him to elaborate on the, the Native yeah, American yeah, yeah. and he's like, I was having the same dream I was always having, he's like where I was running in the in the dark with all the animals of the of the woods. And then he just says these three things and it was like so weird and I loved it. He's like Mr Rabbit, bloody fangs. Christmas hat. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. I don't know what any of that means, because, like, we do see footage of rabbits, and I think some of it is footage from Night of the Lepus. Maybe. The, like, giant rabbit horror movie from, like, the 60s. Oh, wow. I've never heard of that before.
1: Man. Uh, Yeah, I think, I'm
0: pretty sure some of it is footage from that, because, like, you see a lot of, like, kind of close-ups of rabbits and, like, looking up at them from really low angles, which is, you know, rabbits are not that big. But, like, a couple of the shots, it looked like they were running by, like, comparatively very small farmhouses. And I wasn't sure if it was weird tricks of, like, the, you know, the angle or whatever. Or if it was that it was from the Lepus, which is about giant killer rabbits. It's like a, you know, like Them and all those movies from, like, the 60s. Um, But I think some of the footage was from that.
2: So, can I make a weird aside of a thing that I noticed didn't write down and now just was reminded of? Sure. No, we
0: don't ever do that.
2: When they are in the motel. (laughs) Yes. And he is watching TV... And at one point, like he 's kind of doing like nature channel stuff, mm-hmm. and it's things fucking yeah it's like, and there's two lions fucking
0: and beetles
2: but there are two lions fucking, yeah. I think that 's the same footage that is used in the South Park episode Cat orgy
0: oh yeah, they look they look yeah, probably the same yeah
2: pretty sure that's the same footage, and it 's dumb that I know that
0: <laughs> Allison is a huge South Park nerd, yeah, deceptively, so, like even yeah. she doesn 't think she knows as much about South Park as she does, but then. She says stuff like that. Yeah, where you're like, she knows the episode. She oh, yeah. knows it's, it's, dialogue.
2: Yeah, it's it's cat orgy. Yeah. Um, it was their first like multi part thing, but oh, it was boy. the same thing from different uh, perspectives. So it was cat orgy and two guys naked in a hot tub and Jubilee.
0: Welcome to and our all... South Park side podcast called Whoa. Hey Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I'm not your buddy guy. I'm not your guy friend.
3: <laughs> I'm not your friend buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Hello, Conan. Hello, Brooke Shields. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> got uh, some spat on Chief Running Wolf.
1: Fuck.
2: in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving along though. Yes. But, Flapping but that... heads,
0: off full of lies, is one of my favorite lines. Yeah, it <laughs> is, that, is. Yeah.
2: That was a thing I definitely noticed. Yeah,
0: um, you're probably right because I yeah. I saw that and I was like, that looks familiar. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That
2: would be why.
3: I wonder if the Mickey interview aired in Canada. Did they watch the Super Bowl? I guess
0: everyone. It's
3: like kind of like one of those like events. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I like that the we did get a graphic on on the screen that said Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and I think before that Tommy Lee Jones equates something to Super Bowl Sunday maybe yeah like something about like the prison system and you know whatever like, it's like Super Bowl Sunday or whatever <laughs>
2: I, I missed a lot of the oh, yeah, dialogue you... going down the hall just because it's so goddamn fast Yeah, so they
3: allude to the riot like three or four times where like Tommy Lee Jones just go hear that Quiet. silence yeah, yeah like it's the worst thing to hear in a prison yeah so you know that that's coming yeah there's
2: it's the calm this, before the storm
0: yeah there's a lot of foreshadowing yeah. by the way why
3: would they be showing the inmates the, the interview it's like okay Well, if it was on after the super bowl they, yeah, they were watching yeah i guess the super they bowl. i think they yeah i have i think I guess they put it on for the prisoners in jail
0: yeah I like that originally, like, during the interview when Mickey's talking about, like, murder's pure and you're the one that makes it impure, that kind of stuff. Like, you get shots of the footage and there's, like, a bunch of ADR dialogue and one dude's like, yeah, Mickey, tell him. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's pretty fun. Mickey says, you know, he's like, if we hadn't gotten caught, he's like, we wouldn't have killed anyone again, we decided. He's like, but Mickey, you fucking, you know, basically he's like, you love killing, like, who are yeah. you kidding? He's yeah. like, no, I love, I love Mallory and only love can kill the demon. We have a demon inside us and blah, 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 blah. And uh, he's like, only love can kill the demon and I love it. then Wayne goes only love can kill the demon. <laughs> Hold that thought. And then they show a whole Coca-Cola commercial. Yeah. Which I just love that. I love that. Because it's, it's... It's like yeah. we're watching television now. Yeah. and yeah. It, But it's the movie. It's telling you in text, like, this is what we're talking about. And then it's showing you this is what we're talking about. This is the problem. That was maybe my favorite moment of the whole movie. And this movie's full of moments I like.
1: Yeah.
0: But that's my, probably my favorite. And when they cut back, that's when Mickey delivers the titular line... He says that he was a natural-born killer. Um, yeah, and then we get the riot. Riot starts. I mean, like, even I, I thought, oh, okay, Mickey and Mallory, like, arranged for this because it just seemed to kind of start, like, like, in school when it was, like, at five o'clock, we're all, you know, at five o'clock, but, like, yeah. at two o'clock, we're all going to drop our pencils, you yeah. know? Yeah, it yeah but the felt thing like is, that. is, like, both of them are in solitary,
3: so how are they getting any connections yeah. to these inmates?
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know. I don't know. I've seen Oz. I it's I possible. Actually,
2: well, Mallory's not in solitary. She's just, like, in a cell by herself, which if she's the only No, I thought she be...
0: was in solitary. I didn't know that.
2: No, I'm pretty sure, because, like, there's a whole line of, like, oh, well, where's Mickey? Oh, he's in, like, the darkest, like, corner of the prison or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it makes it yeah. seem like he may have been, but, like, I think they were just keeping her away from Gen Pop because she's a lady. Because yeah. Yeah, that's maybe. That's how rape happens. Yeah. Although, also, like. She's such a fearful character, like, yeah, those I don't, I don't dudes wouldn't I, fuck with her. Yeah, I don't think anybody would want to do that to her again, man. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: no. Unless you want to wind up like Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, or Scagnetti. Or well, S-
2: probably worse, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because, like, yeah, Scagnetti. And then also, like, yeah, her little freak out on the, the guy in the. um...
3: And poor Balthazar Getty. Balthazar. i yeah, just trying to do his yeah, job yeah. and yeah. eat some he pussy got, and he gets killed. Yeah, got
2: it pretty bad. <laughs> and, I, yeah, I think a lot just of Just trying that to man was... the
3: gas pumps and eat a little pussy. Yeah poor, poor yeah. man another day at the office for Balthazar
2: yeah he was very acquiescent she's yeah. like you know tell me I'm beautiful you are beautiful yeah she's like know. do you want to
0: touch me he's like yeah. I mean yeah yeah
2: and and then couldn't handle that kind of intimacy she can only yep. really handle it from uh, Mickey yep
0: because they're on the same wavelength
2: yeah and because yeah he killed her first rapist
0: yeah so Skagnetti, he gets dropped off at her cell. Yeah. I'm not sure what his fake goal is. Because, like, clearly his know. goal is to, like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. assault her. But, like, I don't know what his, like, yeah, you know, he's talking to her and he's, like, trying to, like, befriend her a little bit. But it's yeah. basically what he did with Pinky, the same sort of thing. And then she knows that's what's up. Because then she's like, you know what I think about a lot? Sex. And he just immediately, like, stands up and starts taking off his tie and undoing his shirt. Yeah. And she's like, you know, flesh on flesh and blah, 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 hands oh, yeah. on my tits and whatever. And he's like, oh, it was good. Yeah. And then she turns, like, and looks at him and he's just, like, standing there with his shirt open and his tie off. And she's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I wonder if there's, like, a
3: weird, um, like, mother issue with Skagnetti. Because his mom was killed in front of him in such a violent way. Yeah. And maybe. he's like committing this violence against women. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe there's a subtext there. I, yeah, man. I don't know.
2: Because like again, they they do touch on like sexual elements for men, and I think also how sexuality intersects with violence. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But, but they don't really make any statements about it. They're just sort of showing that there's a correlation there. Yeah. It's socially. just like clouds in the sky. Yeah. And she starts kicking the shit out of him and goes, how sexy am I now, fucker? <laughs> Which is what
0: she was saying to the cop in the beginning. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she says, how know. sexy But when, uh...
2: Not the cop, it's just I, I know, I thought
0: they were cops. The redneck, not, yeah, They're yeah. not cops. The bottle cock redneck. Yeah, she fucks Skagnetti up, she breaks his nose. Uh, oh, Yeah. Yeah, but there's a bunch of good like slapstick with the two cops, like the ones trying to unlock and it, the and the, the guy one's like
3: crashes into him, you know, like slides into like, him, and he's trying judge. to
0: unlock
2: it. By cops, he means uh, sorry, prison guards, yes, yeah, correctional,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, I meant uh, prison guards. But C-O's. yeah, they're trying to unlock. Not the...
2: everybody's cops.
0: Whatever, man, fuck the police. Okay. Except you know, Sting and those guys. Those guys are all right. Um, the prison guards do a bunch of good slapstick, Three Stooges esque comedy. Yeah. Trying to Both trying to unlock the door.
2: Doesn't he end up getting killed on television?
0: Skegnetti? Yeah. Yeah. He um, Does he, he was. get killed on television? Yeah,
3: because remember, um, Gail is like making, like they're like filming Mickey and Mallory like oh, kissing right. and he's right. Well, announcing. Mickey does
0: his joke. Yeah. And then he takes over the And he says, follow room. me. Yeah. 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 And he goes to rescue Mallory, yeah, it's, and it's
2: around the time everybody's getting the call that there's a riot happening in the TV room or whatever. So, yeah, and just like know, with
0: the tornado earlier, Tommy yeah. Lee Jones is like, "We got a riot in the rec room in May Wing." <laughs>
2: <laughs> God damn it, Tommy Lee!
0: He's great, but yeah, just <laughs> He's like the
2: acting, his motherfucking balls off.
0: <laughs> just like the tornado earlier, Mickey takes his opportunity to you know take advantage of serendipity or you fate, know? or fate, yeah, yeah. and um. He, so he starts telling this joke, which God is... God helps
2: he, those that help themselves. That's
0: right. And he does say he was uh, raised Catholic, right? Doesn't he say that in the movie? I don't bit? know, maybe? I believe Wayne Gale asked him if he was raised uh, Catholic. He's like, I was, but, you know, whatever. But yeah, so Mickey tells this joke, which is largely pantomime, but I will attempt to quickly summarize. A uh, young boy goes with his... Is it brother or sister and... The sister wants to go to the movies. And the the mom
3: says, you have to take little Johnny. Little Johnny can't talk. So then he starts pantomiming. They're going to the movie. And then they start making out. Yeah, they're
0: like, what happened at the the movies, little Johnny? And he's like, oh, they... So he pantomimes, like, oh, they started kissing. Oh, they started kissing? Then what happened? Oh, they started, you know... uh, He touched her boobs. Oh, they touched her breasts. Then then what happened? Oh, then they took her clothes off. Oh, they took her clothes off? Then what happened? He pantomimes, like, humping. And he's like... Oh, they did that, then what happened? And, like, he fucking...
3: They're like, well, Johnny,
0: what were you doing? And yeah. then he, like, most of the, he jerking, jerking off. off. Uh, and then while all the guards are like, ha, 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 that's hilarious, Mickey, like, fucking elbows one of them in the throat and grabs a shotgun and then fucking takes command of the uh, interview room. I like
3: the, like, the kind of, like, cartoony, and he's like, drop it. And the guy has a
0: donut, and he drops, drops the donut. donut. He's like, yeah. the gun, goddammit. He's like, the gun. Yeah. And then he's like... He tells him to like you know shell. They the... do a
2: lot of cops and donuts jokes too. Yeah, because like when they the
0: were bear doing... claw. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I laughed so hard at that in the reenactment. He's like, yeah, they're, being they're interviewing released. like him, and he's Getting like, my coffee, was bear my claw. bear claw. He's like crying. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so then Mickey, you know, kills a bunch of the guards. Except for a couple, and you know, kills some of the crew of the show of American Maniacs. Yeah. But not everybody. So then he rounds up the survivors. Yeah. Where's Scotty? He's
3: like, he got shot. I think he's dead. Yeah. (laughs)
0: The one camera guy's like, he he got injured. I think he's
3: dead. I like the one producer. She's like hiding behind the flag. Flag? He's like, young lady, you want to come out? You want to come with us? You never see her fate. I guess it's just assumed that she gets
0: killed. Yeah, she probably, it's probably cut. Like, she probably got. Picked off during the because it it's a long procession of people trying to make it yeah. through this like rioting prison and they're getting shot at by the guards and they're you know the the prisoners will just fucking I think like the anybody. random
3: prisoners just run at them like
0: ah yeah and just like All right, Mickey's I these fucking guys like off. clubbing them or shooting them and you know throwing them up yeah I think like
3: the one guy he like cracks them with the barrel of the gun and backs them up and then just like shoots her, yeah. him with a shot yeah
0: it's a great sequence yeah. Yeah, I would I would love to
3: just see where they filmed that and was like was it an actual prison? Was it like It
2: was an actual prison. Was it? See
0: look the research is paying off in dividends. Um, she usually has most yeah. of those questions. She usually has the answers to. Her. Yeah.
2: Well, sometimes there are actual questions yeah. that I had. I, no, I
0: wonder I how many a- extras like so, prisoners okay. they had. I was actually <laughs> wondering when, like, when people were coming up to Tommy Lee Jones and um, uh, Scagnetti when they were walking, and he was just like, "Yeah, hey, moving them out of the way." I was actually wondering if they were actors or if they were real prisoners. Yeah, they had that like <laughs> glazed-over look in their eyes. Both dudes. The oh, yeah. prison
2: riot was filmed at Stateville Correctional Center in Joliet, Illinois. 80% of the prisoners there are there for violent crimes. Okay. For the first two of four weeks on location, the extras were actual inmates with rubber weapons. Wow. For the other two weeks, over 200 extras had to be brought in because the Statesville inmates had been placed on lockdown. Ah!
3: Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, wow. some of them
2: are, and some of them it's are not. It's nuts
3: when you think about that. Like, there's a movie that just came out. It's about a guy, he's a boxer, and he, like, visits Thailand, and he gets locked up. In the prison, they figure out he's a boxer and they're like, all right, they have like fights and we can make money off you. But all the actors are the prisoners in this Thai prison. They are the scariest looking motherfuckers I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, what's the movie? It's like called, like, A Prayer Before Dawn, I think they, they call that sounds
0: it. sounds
1: awesome. Yeah,
3: it looks really good, but imagine that. Just, like, being on location. These guys...
0: Imagine being Tommy Lee Jones, right? Yeah. This isn't your movie. Like, you're brought in for a, th- you're a third act character. <laughs> Oliver Stone's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to film this prison. He's like, okay, whatever. And he's like, yeah, but with, like, real prisoners, and it's like a riot sequence, and we're going to give them all rubber weapons. Tommy Lee Jones had to be like... All right. That's probably why his fucking delivery is so fast. He's like, let's get these fucking machines done and we're going to get the fuck out of here because I don't want to get murdered in this goddamn prison stone. I got Batman to film. That's funny because he probably filmed that
3: right after that movie came out. So he was just, like, acting two faces, Warden Glenn. Maybe that's what happens. <laughs> like, Warden Glenn doesn't actually get killed. He's just rendered, you know, Yeah, his face is burned. Yeah. How about they were throwing
0: some of the COs in the ovens? Did you know? Yeah, that? Yeah, they pushed that guy. They drug him yeah. down. It's it's like a fucking uh, uh, Three Stooges guy. They like, drag him all the way down a table, knocking off all the stuff, but then they push him into an oven. I was like, oh, I'll stop being like the Three Stooges then. Fuck, dude, yeah. No, it was pretty brutal. Like, literally, every, sh- every time they cut away from, like... Mickey and Mallory's story, it was just, like, more crazy brutality. It was, like, each, like, cutaway was, like, yeah. alright, let's top the next one. Which, I mean, that going. feels like a Tarantino thing, too, but I also could see that it being Oliver Stone's call. Yeah. Because Stone is real good at those, like, uh, it's usually reaction shots of people, but, like, in this sort of, like, crazy chaos situation, I could see it being, like, and they're just slitting throats, and, like, we're cooking this guy in an oven and shit.
3: Yeah, that one, like, shot just, like, panning across, like, a table, and oh, Oh, just scene of
0: violence throat yeah. uh, cut after the other yeah that was like crazy because it was I thought it was going to be like one and I thought it was going to be two and then three and it was like five yeah it just, I just kept keeps being like going. one more yeah <laughs> and like the idea that those might be that might have been filmed the first two weeks like that might have been like and the thing is like these rubber guys rubber are legit scalpels. murderers like, who are doing this fucking crazy yeah one of the guards that comes up and has like two lines of dialogue with Tommy Lee Jones Look like Bubba Ray Dudley? He's in other stuff. The yeah. guy with the beard who has yeah. like the
3: real New York sounding accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in other stuff. I forget what, but he's definitely like... He looked familiar he got prominence later in something. He looked familiar to me, but I was like... He reminds me of like, you
0: know, Bubba Ray Dudley. <laughs> right. I was like, maybe that's why I think he looks familiar.
1: <laughs> Morning! Get the Get the tables! tables. <laughs>
0: That's like the only thing they don't have in the middle of this prison ride is a TLC match.
3: Also, it's kind of funny that uh, they're watching at the Tonka match and he says, kill the fucking Indian, and they wind up killing well, an Indian the, and that's yeah.
0: sealing his fate. Yeah, I thought about that. Like, that's fucking. It's real crazy.
2: I did find one other uh, thing from, again, the Immed. Prison
0: Facts? Yeah. Hashtag Prison Facts. In
2: the Nest Hall Prison, a bald white man is staring at a black man, prompting the black man to try to attack him before being intercepted by Warden McCluskey with forceps like we talked about. On his nose. The bald man was a real prisoner who had been convicted of murdering his wife and children by beating them to death with a lead pipe. Oliver Stone gave him a featured role because he said the man's stoicism terrified him.
0: Wow. God. That's fucking crazy. I know exactly well, who that is. I'm gonna fucking make a button with that guy's
3: stoic, yeah, terrifyingly stoic smile face. Smile on his face. Wow, yeah. that's so
0: crazy.
2: That's at least one person that we know that was an actual prisoner.
0: Yeah, this is a wild fucking time. This movie. Yeah, yeah it really is. I'm mean, like well, discussing and, and, it and like again, digging it was, into it a little. is, like really a interesting. Very
2: controversial movie and yeah. it continues to be because it's considered to incite violence in youth.
0: Sometimes. Listen, I was but, a youth. Yeah. Inciting violence in youth is. It's It's like shooting fish in a barrel.
2: Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you can blame, like, the video games and the the movies and stuff like that, but, like, you see... You're assorted
0: Maryland's Manson.
2: Yeah, you still see stuff on a 24-hour news cycle, and also it's a lot of, like...
0: No, no, the argument falls apart in that it is now 2018. Everybody has access to, I mean, pretty much anything, depending on how much you care about legalities. You can download anything you want, almost illegally, Um, Or you can pay for streaming services and watch almost anything. Yeah. Yeah. So people have more unlimited, unfiltered, uh, you know, uncurated access to violent movies and shit than ever before. Theoretically, were this, you know, influenced by the media thing true, like... It would just be escape from New York outside all the time. There would no there would be no good days. You know, everybody be like would the just, purge yeah. every single day. Yeah. Exactly. Like there would be no well, nice especially days.
2: Also, like in the last five years, some of the most popular video games are the violent ones. Yeah,
0: it's always been like the Grand yeah. Theft Auto games were
3: gigantic.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they said that you know incited like you know, because you know you catch one idiot who says that and it's like whatever. I always joked well, in the nineties that, that like remember. if I ever went if I ever got caught doing some crazy crime or I killed somebody or I killed myself or whatever. Before I did anything like that, I would get rid of all my shit in my room and buy all new shit and put up, like, Britney Spears and the Care Bears and shit. And they'd be like, the Care Bears clearly led to this suicide, you know, or whatever. it would be like, isn't that fucking stupid? Don't you see how that doesn't fucking matter?
2: The biggest thing I remember from being a youth and the whole Grand Theft Auto thing wasn't how violent the game was, but when they had the hot coffee.
0: Hookers? Thing. Yeah, because it was, oh, okay. cause it was
2: sex. Yeah, well you violence
0: rise. is violence is never as big a problem in America as sex is. Yeah, yeah man. That's the thing is like you show heads exploding, but Christ, you show a. That's the thing is like you can, can watch show, yeah. show a well, uh, like show nipple, and yeah. it's just
2: gonna fuck with everybody's heads, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: you can watch murder on TV at eight o'clock. It's not real uh, murder, but it's also, fictionalized. Not,
2: not just nipple, but female nipple, sure. female
0: nipple. You're right. You can watch murder on TV. Yeah, I like saw Hasselhoff's nipple every week. Oh yeah, you, you
2: can see all the guy nipples you want, and God you're forbid, gonna be a uh, red blooded Americans. But yeah.
0: But yeah, we're totally fine with any kind of fictionalized murder. I mean, like, all those CSI and et cetera type shows are long-running. There's a billion of them, spinoffs and all that. And it's always like, you know, it's like, yeah, oh, we found a bucket full of severed penises. Like, it's every week. It's like a horrible thing. And that's totally fine. It's a lot of buckets. Yeah, it's a lot of buckets. We can handle that because, like, you know, it's like, oh, violence. Ugh. But like, oh, no, not sex. We don't, we don't, we'll never show or really talk about, like, sex. During the end of the jailbreak, the riot jailbreak thing um, Mickey and Mallory and their surviving crew end up in like a bathroom well yeah this is uh, Owen walks out and he says like follow me I can get us out of here
2: and he's the guy that was apparently like in the diner but disappears which I didn't realize it's yeah. the same dude but that's whatever. crazy what yeah. what that
0: says about the narrative is like nuts yeah
3: I don't know
1: maybe what?
0: it's all in Owen's mind <laughs> it's <laughs> Saint it's, uh, what's it Saint Elsewhere is that the show with the kid it's the little yep. kid with the yeah. snow globe yeah yeah so Owen leads them through, like, the pipes, uh, you know, and stuff behind the yeah, access passages, panel. Yeah, going yeah.
3: um, to come down here to think. Yeah. When things get too hectic. Hectic, yeah. <laughs> like, like when there's riots. Yeah, when there's
0: fucking, like, world-ending riots.
2: Yeah, it's it's his, you know, fucking zen space or whatever. Yeah.
0: They're going to go head down a staircase, but Tommy Lee Jones and all the assembled guards are down there. And they shoot. One of the uh, deputies they were using as like, a human shield. And so...
2: Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh, yeah, that's Pruitt Taylor-Vince.
0: Yeah, uh, Pru, Taylor, Vince. And yeah then...
2: apparently he was supposed to get shot like 16 times or something, but a lot of that got cut.
0: That's fine. Yeah.
2: I love
3: when he shows him Kavanaugh and Tommy Lee Jones is like, he's already
0: dead. There's a great yeah. Tommy Lee Jones reaction, speaking of that. They're like, you know, so-and-so's dead. Anyway, Skagnetti's dead. And yeah. Went, mm. Yeah, he's like, you know, he's like, uh, he's like Mickey and Mallory You know, are armed and they're on the move. And he's like, oh, what? He's like, you know, during the middle of a riot, and he's like, in Skagnetti's dead, and he makes a, meh, face. <laughs> and I, I laughed real hard at that. I like when like
3: him and Gail were yelling, he's like, fuck you, Gal, you prick! <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> God, it's, yeah. The, the two of them together Again, was great.
2: I've said this several times. He was acting his balls off in this. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's really, he's really digging in. Yep. So, when, I don't remember where exactly it is, but uh, I wanted to take note that Tommy Lee Jones says the phrase, Jesus hells Christ on a rubber crutch. Uh, it's yeah. something to do with the riot, and, but he says, like, is this really happening to me? Wait a minute, they had rubber weapons. <laughs> oh. oh! Yeah, that's why he said Get it. Get another! Good fucking pull.
2: <laughs> Get another, uh... Jesus
0: Christ.
3: Connection. Oh um,
0: so...
2: I that might, that might be a saying. I'm pretty sure I heard Dr. Phil...
3: Do it. Yeah, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil in uh, Tommy Lee
0: Jones' role would be. (laughs) Nah, fuck that guy. He's never getting all that dialogue out that fast. Well, Skagnetty, you know, I read your damn book, and uh, I gotta say, you're better than that fucking Serpico guy. Can I have your autograph? Can I have your autograph? Yeah. You get movie recommends on here all the time. Yeah. We're recommending you see Interstellar. By the way,
3: speaking of recommends, on I'll Rotten wait, Tomatoes, this is only at 47% natural-born killers. I yeah. have
0: said so... forever that Rotten Tomatoes is hot trash. It is. And it just stinks. stinks. He yeah. doesn't
2: believe them. Also, like, it was a very controversial movie. Yeah. So I think a lot of it was people being Critics like... Critics were disgusted. Glor- yeah, that's yeah. glorifying violence. And it's like, well, no, it's commenting on the glorification of violence...
0: I mean, to be fair, it it is, you know, by existing, it is also glorified violence. By being what it is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which is fair. I mean, like, that's a fair complaint, but also you have to acknowledge that it's commenting on it um, the climax of this is this shotgun gag where Mickey tapes a shotgun to um, the surviving guard's neck and to uh, Wayne Gale's neck. Yeah. I, mean, I think he tapes the shotguns together as yeah. well in the yeah. X formation so he can walk out holding the shotguns at each of those guys and he's like, well, don't shoot me I'll kill both these guys yeah. on TV because Wayne Gale has the camera. And he keeps screaming, I am Wayne Gale. At one point he says, I have won Pulitzer Prizes. And one point he says, I'm Wayne Gale. I'm friends with Bill Clinton. <laughs> 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 well, you, maybe... I think by that point, they're doing, like,
2: the, the news broadcast and stuff. So, yeah. you know, that female anchor that's, like, you know, live, the
0: Yeah, she's got the, the earpiece. Yeah. She's, like, putting her earpiece in on the air, and she's got the uh, the clip mic, like, just clipped right onto her dress. They're not trying to hide it, because they're just like, go live, go now. Like
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, like, they managed to walk out of the prison. That's when uh, they pulled the door shut behind them. That's when the uh, inmates charged the remaining guards and uh, Tommy Lee Jones.
2: He's almost, like, doing a crowd dive yeah he like climbs and then yeah he's
0: trying to mace them he yeah. pulls his mace out and they yeah. just like rip him down and then pull his head off yeah in which we mentioned succession yeah he's yeah. just yeah.
2: like beneath this wave of bodies and the next time you see it it's his head on a pike
0: which is awesome
2: it's it's oh. super good and it sucks that that wasn't in the theatrical release but it's cool that it's in the director's cut yeah it's very um
0: it's the right so amount sure. of over the top yes like, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's not gratuitous, it's not like a no. gory thing, it's just like, it's no. a puppet head on a stick. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's fun. It
2: kind of obviously looks like a body cast, it's a good yeah. one, but you know, or a yeah, face no. cast, I guess. It's, yeah, head cast.
1: Yeah.
0: Wayne Gale doing a roadside interview of Mickey and Mallory, where he, you know, asked them about like, what happens now, and where do you go now, and, and, and Mickey's like, well, we're pretty much done, and we're gonna, you know, disappear into America but we're going to kill you first. You're the last one because, as we talked about before, like, you're the demon now. Like, you know, the media is... The media is the demon. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, you know, and he does the whole, I thought you always left somebody alive, and they're like, that's what the camera's for. Yeah,
0: he's like, by killing you, we're making a statement, yeah. and then he says, "I'm not really sure what the statement is, I but... they
2: also specify that it's not live, it's just, it's a camera that they managed to get, that yeah. somebody will find this tape, and, and you know, they'll see. But,
0: but I
3: still think it was live, I think they it was... cut away no, to the news yeah. anchor, and she's, like, shocked, yeah. like, yeah, she's like oh, are we getting God. anything? And yeah, Yeah. yeah.
2: So I don't I don't know what actually happened with that, but there was dialogue saying that the camera wasn't live, but then there was that yeah. shot making it seem like maybe it was.
0: And there was um in that in scene which, and in, in that which scene only they would
2: have killed two people on live television yeah. or maybe at least like at know, least two own. people on film.
0: There in that scene, I noticed I don't know if it was in any of the scenes, but that's the only scene I noticed it in. The cameras making like noise. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, And is. I thought it was gonna like.
2: Making little like whirring sounds and stuff. I thought it was
0: like, gonna like tape, burn know? out or something, and and it was gonna be like a you know like well, we'll the camera's here the camera is like the final witness and whatever, oh. and then it would like burn out and die kind of and oh, like, like it's an
2: unreliable narrator or something. Yeah, you know, like, that would have been a cool I
0: think Or like your final statement doesn't get to be made because there's no one you know. Because I mean, of the unreliability no of the media it, yeah. kind of thing. like. Also, I mean, that would be
2: cool because, like, you know, a lot of the fucking spree killers these days have goddamn manifestos. Mm-hmm. and. That asshole a uh, couple of
0: years ago in, um, in California, yeah. the YouTube, you know, he yeah, had, like, a YouTube diary and then he shot up a bunch of people.
2: Don't indulge them. Fuck those guys.
0: Yeah, fuck it. Watch Natural Born Killers. Yeah. It's way more entertaining.
2: But, I mean, also, like, yeah, like, you don't get to have this.
0: I don't give a shit what you think.
2: Right. You I do this shit
0: with the Mickey things. Yeah, thing. you yeah once out, you start you get killing get people in real life, I stop really caring what your you motivation is. Innocent people.
2: We should choose not to let them make that statement.
0: Yeah. We've come to the end game of the podcast. Yeah. So the we're going gonna to say whether you thought it was a hate watch or a great watch. Um, hate watch isn't necessarily a bad thing. There are terrible movies that I enjoy watching. But, yeah, Frank, uh, since this was your pick, did you think uh, this was a hate watch or a great watch?
3: A uh, great watch, totally. I've always been a huge fan of this. I'm not even that big of an Oliver Stone fan, but this is one of my favorite films of the 90s. Everyone plays the part well. Visually, it's one of the most wild things. Thematically, it's great. Yeah. I feel like we can't didn't say talk enough, enough, enough
2: about stuff. the visuals, but it's because it's hard to. Yeah, do.
0: it's hard to describe because it's just so unlike most things. A lot of it is a television changing channels like feel to all of it.
2: Excellent point.
0: Yeah, it is, Allison. I
2: thought it was great. Great watch. Yeah. Yeah, it touches on very important issues. Like Frank was saying, like the performances were great. It looks great. It's assaulting, but not in like not in a grating kind of way. It's just it's a, it's a lot happening quickly it's an engaging film yeah i mean like again like you know it it got a lot of shit because people were saying it was glorifying violence or because some people that committed violent acts were known to be fans of the film but it's that same argument where you know does violent media cause violence and you know a lot of people it does not but yes i thought this was a good film <laughs> I liked
0: it. I would have to agree. It's I think it's a great watch. I enjoyed it more this time watching it, knowing that we were going to talk about it afterwards, and watching it more critically than I had before. I enjoyed it more um, than any of the two or three times I'd seen it before this.
2: Yeah, it it appreciates a uh, critical eye. Yeah, a little, to it bit like of it, a deep
0: it, dive. Yeah, because yeah,
2: it, it, it has a lot going on underneath the hood. Yeah, I mean a lot of know? the stuff
0: that we stumbled across while we were talking about it now, like just kill the Indian thing, like that. That's crazy. That the I mean chicken glasses is a crazy detail yeah it's wild um
2: that, that was surprising to me yeah <laughs> yeah
0: no i loved it i thought this was great i would recommend this to most people the thing that um
2: i also feel like it would reward re-watching yeah um just to pick up on other themes and then also because the dialogue's so fast yeah i almost wish we had subtitles on watching this because yeah. again it's just so quick
0: uh, the thing I dug the most this time Now now, in the whatever However many years since I'd seen it last I'm much more interested in like True crime and stuff now and there's a lot of that Woven through this yes. uh, Both in the way they function And their ideology And you know why they are the way they are As well as like they specifically You know reference and talk about A bunch of serial killers and things So I thought that was really Well done and um, pretty interesting 'Cause they're like legally not really, you know, serial killers. Like they're you know, they function not in a movie way, in a very they function in a more realistic way.
2: Yeah, it's a little Bonnie and Clyde ish, but yeah. at the same time sure. it's you know, they have their own flavor and their own little psychosis.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I really dug it. I think this is great. And I don't think we talked enough about how fun Robert Downey Jr. is. He's really, really fun in this. Yeah, I, I, he's great. He kind yeah. of him in Dangerfield steal the show. Yeah, Dangerfield's yes. so great. Well, uh, if you have any, you know, comments, questions, anything like that for us, you can get in contact with us at write hate watch great watch. That's W R I T E H W G W at gmail uh, You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, both of those at H W G W podcast. Let us know what you think. Uh, Tell your friends. Download us. Rate us five stars in any way, shape, or form. It's possible to do that because we're great and we deserve it.
2: Interact with us. We'd like to hear from you.
0: Yeah. Uh, Frank, anything you'd like to plug? Oh, okay. uh, So
3: you
2: can do it on behalf of somebody else. On
0: behalf
3: of uh, Sean Baker, I would say watch Tangerine on Netflix. It was one of the best Mm. films in the last five years.
2: Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I
3: don't know why that popped in my head, but I really like
0: that one.
2: I don't think I've seen that, so... It's great. Yeah. It's really good. I'll go- check really that out. Good.
0: It was filmed on iPhones, right? iPhone 5. I remember, yeah, oh, I remember hearing about weird. this.
2: weird. Okay.
0: Yeah, I remember hearing about this. I didn't I know that was on Netflix. I'll check that out. All right. All right, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. We watched that while we were on acid, <laughs> uh, and then we watched a DVD I have of all like 60s and 70s movie, like B-movie trailers. Oh, I love watching that I stuff. I think we also it's watched
2: good. the Wonder Twins. I had like a Pin DVD matches. of
0: like a couple, like six episodes of Super Friends, and I had this DVD called like Extreme with three X's like movie trailers, but it's all like B-movies from the 60s and 70s, yeah. like you know, Blood Feast, and you know, Blood Feast Color Me great, Blood Red, that was and like... Hersch- also Herschel Gordon Yeah, Herschel Gordon Lewis, Lewis, yeah. yeah.
2: And also some of the
0: uh, sexploitation stuff because there yeah. was Betty Page and stuff like that there. Yep, yeah. and um, giant-breasted yeah. women from oh, the uh, 70s. One Huge woman, chance.
3: it was like... what was, The movie was called, like, Double Agent, like, yeah. 73. And the whole thing is that her nipple had a camera in her yeah, room. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And she's, like, taking pictures...
1: <laughs> fing- <laughs>
2: Yeah. I cannot believe that you know what we're talking
3: about. <laughs> God, what was her name?
2: Good lord.
3: What's what's Chesty her name? Morgan. Chesty, Chesty Morgan. Morgan. But
2: yeah, it was in fact uh Secret Agent 73. And I knew I had yeah. the number,
3: right? Yeah, good job. God, how do I remember this shit? That's a good that's a good point, right?
2: I'm very impressed with you guys. <laughs> or afraid disgusted
3: it's, yeah it's a depth of <laughs> just like or useless or. knowledge yeah my brain is a cavern for useless knowledge it's treasure um. trove